All we know, robots have souls. We just don't know if they do or don't. How do you know? Have you ever been a cyborg or a robot? You think we were the first ones to inhabit this planet? Fuck no. No, no, we are jumping down this fucking rabbit hole. Yes, we are. There's people out there with some really dumb thoughts. Extended episode. Where the fuck did the pyramids come from? Where the fuck did Stonehenge come from? You're telling me that they didn't die and become ghosts? Oh, they're killing. They're killing already born babies and selling them to the Chinese. Aliens exist as somewhere in China. Some base. What the fuck? There are super soldiers that are at least nine or ten feet tall. Okay. okay so did they come, did they they come from our planet? Super soldiers. Then they are extraterrestrials. They are aliens. I do not negotiate with terrorists. I do not. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Untitled Podcast. You think that's a good name for the podcast? It's good for now. <laughs> it's going to have I'll, to be. I'll tell you why it's untitled. Is because when the government commits atrocities and they have special reports, they don't they don't name those things. Like like if you think back to 9/11, that was an untitled project. Yeah, and also if it's untitled, it won't pop up on any uh any other uh it won't pop up on the radar as anything. You know, yeah. because they have filters to pick things up. You know, the Chinese government especially. They do that a lot, I know, or so I've heard. It's kind of like the, the CIA undercover when they do untitled projects. That's kind of what I was thinking about with conspiracy theories. Like a black project. Yeah. Maybe we should call it the black project. The black project? <laughs> well, I mean, that we don't just, want this to be that, that sounds like a porno now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Wait, uh, I saw that one. I'm here with <laughs> here with Dan. My name is Casey, and uh, we're gonna be talking about all things conspiracy and and political, and uh, get your opinions on everything. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Any topics you want to talk about? Man, I'll tell you. Uh, last couple of walks I've taken, I go on long hour long walks, and. Yeah. Uh, I've just been thinking about all this building seven stuff, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Look, I'm convinced building seven is, do I have to sit a little closer to this? You can. Building seven was nine 11. People Mm. think that it was a footnote to nine 11 and it was just a minor thing that happened. And the world trade centers were, you know, the big deal in nine 11. They weren't. I I truly believe that building seven was the primary target. What do you think was in building seven? Well, I think we know what was in Building 7. Mm. And I think people, they just don't want to admit it. <clears throat> you can actually, can you pull up uh, Wikipedia on there? Yeah, bu- Building 7? Yeah, why, why don't you type in Building 7 Wikipedia? And we'll see who was in Building 7. Building 7 refers to two buildings that have existed at the same location. So they rebuilt it. Now they rebuilt Building 7. So they they intentionally destroyed it and then rebuilt it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was 47 stories tall. Blah, blah, blah. What was its function? That's what we want to find out, right? Yeah. Who was, who was in Building 7? Tenants. 
List of tenants in Seven World Trade Center. Oh, God. Solomon Smith Barney is... Solomon Smith Barney is like the... All that is every single tenant of keep, Building 7. Keep going. Keep going. According... Oh, the IRS, U.S. Secret Service. Mm. Hmm. What is Solomon Smith Barney? It's a bank? It, it sounds like some banking thing. So we got Secret Service, IRS, American Express, um, Standard Chartered Bank, a bunch of banks, New York City Office of Emergency Management. Well, that's interesting. A bunch of government stuff. What? Keep going. Uh, that's about it, actually. Oh, keep going. There's more. What? Like what? <laughs> I promise you, there's more. <laughs> I didn't say anything else. Really? Let me see that. Turn that yeah. turn that laptop this way. All right. You said that one? US Secret Service, yeah. Secret Service, all right, and then hold on a sec. No, there's definitely it was home to um Secret Service and then there was the CIA. Was it the CIA? Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm and sure the, if you type in, like, CIA well, Building 7, it would show something. No, it has to be. Let's see. So just the secrets are, yeah. Look it, look it up. Wikipedia is, this is being filtered by the Chinese government. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia is, is, I mean, all of our media is censored. Just look at Facebook. CIA Building 7. The CIA shared a floor with the Office of Defense and the Internal Revenue Service. Well, there's there's also, that's something else it didn't list. And I got this from Wikipedia, so I don't know why it's not popping up. But there's <clears throat> also the well, Department yeah, of Defense I see it. was in there. So where, where does it say that? What's the source? Mm, World 7 House Secret Service and CIA offices... Uh, on the 25th floor, I, CIA office lost in, in World Trade Center, CBS News. So There's an undercover station. Here's the thing, right? The CIA doesn't go looking for real estate, right? They don't just say, ah, you know, we need some offices in New York City. Where do we go? So they destroyed right? their own headquarters? They, well, they, they build a building. They, they have trillions of dollars of top secret, untraceable money, all right? We pay taxes for the CIA. Okay? Yeah. They're listening right now, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to talk about after. No, well, right, oh, going. no, 100%. If, if, you, if we say the, the keyword CIA seven times, they'll, they'll tune in automatically. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we, what, um, if you'll ask Alexa, if he, if she works for the CIA or something, she says something sketchy. I forgot what Oh, it was. we'll have to try that yeah. in Siri. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Our, our phones are definitely like tapped right now. We said it enough times already in the last did. five minutes or so the CIA doesn't go shopping for real estate. Okay. Mm. They build real estate. And if you look up the history of building seven, Initially, they couldn't find tenants in downtown Manhattan, okay? So this building was built, right? And they were unable to find tenants, which is like unheard of. 
Okay, so the question is, why was this building built? And for what purpose was it built if they built it somewhere where they couldn't get tenants for it? Mm. You see what I'm saying? So the CIA doesn't just pick random offices, okay, to go to. So the CIA had this building built, all right, and the Department of Defense, okay, built this building and make no mistake about it, all right, that was a controlled demolition on 9-11. 100 percent there's there's no two ways about it yeah i also think that besides that like the, the destruction of the other two towers was kind of kind of to blame iraq and start the war on terror oh yeah without a doubt i think i think that this was to kill a few birds with one stone there's a lot of things going on and i think that some of it actually i believe was real terrorism but also, I think that they use that as a disguise for other things. Well, it's possible the CIA funded the attack. Oh, for sure. Yeah, not like, not that they like committed the attack themselves, but they allowed it to happen, so to speak. Yeah, they they were very passive about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, if you think right, these people go and work in this office building every day. Okay. And they're sitting in this office building. There's like the fluorescent lights flickering, right? There's like dead flies in the lights, right? They already don't want to be there. They, nobody wants to go and work an office job. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. Nobody, nobody wants to be there. So we'll get back to that, right? People already don't want to be there. So do you think that government buildings that have top secret information, right? You don't think that they have some backup plan in case foreign enemies come into our country? Yeah. That they have they have a button where they can self-destruct the building? They should, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would make sense, you know? If there's probably every every building that the CIA is in in this country probably is wired with so explosives. Think, you think after 9/11 because of the attack they destructed the building to destroy evidence? Well, I think that they were unsure what was happening. See, it, it's viewed as just because it was it was a demolition, it's viewed that it was a negative thing, right? Mm. I don't personally think that it was a negative thing. I think it could be a negative thing, though. Okay. You see where I'm going with this? Well, yeah. I mean, it's a negative thing that people died. Well, nobody bu- died in Building 7. Yeah. Everybody got out. Yeah, I mean, in the, in, the, in the World Trade Center. Yeah, in the, the World Trade Center, of course. So from their perspective, right, all they knew was that the United States was under attack. And it was an attack on our soil, which, I mean, when was the last time that happened? Pearl you know? Harbor, yeah. Pearl Harbor, yeah. And that's, I mean, is that even really, like, that's in the middle of where? Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. Honolulu. Honolulu. <laughs> shout out Honolulu. Shout out to Honolulu GameStop. Shout out to our uh, shout out to our old podcast ambulance sessions. Maybe, maybe we'll give them a call later. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can work that in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so as far as the government knew, we have been attacked on our own soil. Okay. So there has to be circuit breakers in place when this kind of thing is happening. Okay, so you have a building that has uh, classified top secret information in it, 
right? Information about our allies, information about our enemies, information that is levels above the president stored in this building, right? Information about investigations, um, tox, top secret weapons that we have, things that uh, enemies can't know about. They just can't, mm. right? They cannot get their hands on it. So as far as we knew, they'd already made it onto our soil, dead, right? But they just killed how many thousands of people, okay? So where are they going to stop, right? They're, they're on our land now, right? Mm. So I think that they have self-destruct mechanisms in place that once things get to a certain point, they say, pull the plug. Pull the plug so nobody can go in there and get their hands on the information. Mm. Okay. And then when at least don't make it easy for them because anybody could dig through the rubble if they have enough time, but who's going to dig through the rubble to get information? It's disorganized now, you know? So then what they can do is once the building's collapsed, they can sanction section off the area and they can have basically a crime scene, you know, and then they can go through and clean it up. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think that that was necessarily necessarily a nefarious thing that happened on 9-11 with Building 7. I think that it was a safety mechanism that's in place. And like I said, there's, there's people that are, they work in office buildings, right, like that, with government agencies. They would never go to work if they knew that those buildings were wired with explosives. They're sitting there staring at that fluorescent light, counting down the hours <laughs> with the dead flies buzzing around, right? Flies buzzing around in the light, yeah. like just like wait until like lunchtime. One. Yeah, yeah. That one just, doesn't work. Actually. They're just trying to survive, and they don't. They don't. They can't know that the building's wired with explosives. Yeah, and nobody would go to work. <laughs> They'd be, no, nobody would. They they wouldn't even want to go near the building. They can't look. I what, mean, there was explosives in the World Trade Center in 1993 when that <clears throat> that other dude tried to blow it up. There that they, they were already there. No, I think he put them there. But remember in the uh, 1993 World Trade Center bombings? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he drove a truck of explosives in yeah. the bottom. Yeah. May, that might have been like their first attempt at 9-11 that failed. Because yeah. what, are the, what are the chances like the same building would be? I mean, I know it's the tallest building like in the, in the country, but what are the chances that they would try to, someone would try to blow it up twice? Yeah. Eight years apart. And I've, you know, I've never heard any theories that, uh, you know, what happened in 1993 was, mm. I've never heard any conspiracies about it. Have you? No, I just, I was just kind of like thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I've never heard a conspiracy theory around that. So maybe because it wasn't successful, there's no. It's tied to the same group to um, like Al Qaeda and stuff. Yeah. You know, I, it seems like it seems like 9/11 as much as i want to believe that it was a full-blown conspiracy i mean it definitely was a conspiracy right mm. and you know by the taliban but as much as i want to believe that there is some nefarious motives on the part of the us government um i i just i can't wholly believe that you know yeah. um I, it's just too it's it wouldn't be possible, I don't think. But I do think that it's at least 50% a conspiracy by our government. You yeah, know? so the the 1993 attacks were committed by um, Pakistani 
one of them was Pakistani, but they, the motive was backlash against American foreign policy on U.S. support of Israel. Huh. Which is, you know, a big issue, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't know enough about that, the whole Israel thing, you know, but I know that we really take care of each other. That's weird so. that they would, would they, uh, these um, Pakistanis would be concerned about Israel because they're not Palestinians. Yeah, no, but um, isn't that what that whole Stuxnet thing was about? What's that? You never heard about Stuxnet? No. I got to get closer to this microphone here. I'm getting a little bit of echo. Mm. Yeah, Stuxnet was, um, it was this computer virus that... Um, it was looking for one particular uh, Siemens logic controller, right, that they used in the Pakistani nuclear program. And what it would do is uh, it would be on a computer, and if somebody put a thumb drive in, it would jump onto the thumb drive, right? And then if somebody put that into another computer, it would jump off the thumb drive onto that computer. So it would jump from storage devices, right, to go from computer to computer. So, and I think probably over the internet too, I, I'm not exactly sure, but <clears throat> this, um, this virus, when they dissected it, like the experts, they said this, this virus is definitely made by, you know, somebody with a lot of money. Like this has to be funded by a government because it's just too complex. Right. So they finally figured out that since it was just looking for this one logic controller, it was a logic controller that they were using in the Pakistani nuclear program because Israel didn't want to want Pakistan to have uh, nuclear power, nuclear power. So they say, you know, because mm -hmm. they're afraid that they'd have nuclear weapons. So they didn't want them to have a nuclear program. So eventually it made it to uh, the Pakistani nuclear plant and it shut it down. So it did this just by way of like traveling from thumb drive to thumb drive. And eventually it found its, its main target. So, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so they, they think that it was a joint effort between the U.S. and Israel to build Stuxnet. Look it up. See, see on Wikipedia. Stuxnet? How do you spell that? Stuxnet. I think it's Stux.net. Stux.net? Yeah. Oh, Stuxnet virus. Let's see what it says about it. It's a malicious computer worm first uncovered in 2010. They, ta they target data acquisition systems and it's believed to be responsible for causing substantial damage to the nuclear program of Iran. So they're targeting Iran's nuclear uh, weapons? Yeah, so is Israel was afraid that, <clears throat> that Pakistan wasn't being honest about, I guess using their nuclear program for just power, nuclear power. Oh, it says, although neither country has openly admitted responsibility, the worm was widely understood to be a cyber weapon built jointly by the United States and Israel in a collaborative effort known as Operation Olympic Games. Isn't it funny how, like, <laughs> they know the operation name, but nobody admitted to, like... <laughs> yeah, like how that's they, the how kind of thing I was talking about, like, untitled, yeah. untitled um, projects. Would be something like that. Operation Olympic Games. And you know, like, like, but nobody's admitted to it. People think like you're crazy for believing in conspiracy theories, which I don't actually believe in all conspiracy theories, but you can see that. Like, I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that this stuff really happens. Like the CIA is real. Um, they, they target 
countries with cyber attacks. Like, people think that's a conspiracy theory. No, I mean, you know, I think, honestly, shortly, maybe in the next, I don't know, 10, 15 years, most warfare is just going to be cyber. And it's going to be, there's going to be a cyber battlefield. You know, this gets deep. This could get really deep. And I don't know. You mean like people like playing or like like a, playing a game on the computer? Exactly. Yeah. Because I think what's going to happen. How far? How far in the weeds you want to get here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that eventually like robots will be fighting each other for countries. I don't know if there will be like like playing on a computer, but well, people will be playing on a computer, but it will be like robots attacking each other. Okay, so maybe, right? Yeah. So we know if you've seen anything that's automated, all right, if you've had a robot, right, a toy robot or anything like that, they make a lot of mistakes, right? Because there's just things they can't perceive that humans can perceive, right? Yeah. Well. It can't sense the edge of a table and it like rolls off the table and you can't, you have to program everything that it does and it's very complicated. Or you can just have a robot that's like controlled by someone sitting on a computer, yeah yeah so are you saying like the robot where would the robot be like on an actual battlefield yeah so say like the united states developed like uh war droids that had like essentially like tanks that were like manless tanks that were remotely controlled then there would be just like and say the other side did it too then it would just be like robots fighting robots yeah and at the point there's no like loss of life there's just there's just loss of money yeah, and I think I think we've been doing that to an extent already for a while. But I'm talking like full scale, like like no soldiers on the battlefield, just just um, controlled robots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's I think that's going to be an aspect of it, but I think there's also going to be it. A lot of it's going to be primarily just it's going to have to do with like hacking, computer hacking, right? Mm. Because that's computers. They just control everything. So it's going to be so exhaustive, like for, you know, resources to like, you're going to, it would require so many like computer hackers to sit there and like monitor things. I, I, it's just going to be, it's going to take up a large budget, I think, you know, a large portion of our budget. Yeah. I mean, they did that to Russia when they put the sanctions on Russia about all the social media sites and stuff like that. They even blocked their, like, they bought blocked Pornhub in Russia. Did they? Oh, my God. That's a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Those poor Russians. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to, like, starve the people out so they rebel against the government. And, like... (laughs) That's a pretty good tactic. I think most most Russians oppose the Russian-Ukrainian war. Yeah, man. That's, um... You know, I don't know enough about it, but from what I gather... It's only okay to do stuff like that if apparently it's against brown people <laughs> because the U.S. <laughs> did it. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but then Russia does it, you know, to, to other white people. And it's like, you know. You ever read uh, Animal Farm? No. Oh, you got to read it by George Orwell. Oh. Classic book. It's, it's kind of a political book um, pertaining to like communism not communism and socialism but like all authoritarian governments where you have like the sheep the sheep are all the people who are non-government and then the dogs are like the the soldiers 
and uh, the pigs are like the ones in charge. And it's just like, it's crazy to me how a small group of people like the leaders of the government control um, like all these soldiers and all like the sheep or the followers mm. um, when they could just rise up and if they didn't do some, if they're not doing something that they like, they could just rise up against them. Yeah. You know what the problem is, is that about one in 10 people are so, they have such a low IQ that they can't do anything without being counterproductive. Mm. So those people aren't at the top, right? As much as we like to think that it's brainless people at the top of the government, it's not because people rise to the top of competence hierarchies by having a high IQ, you know? <clears throat> so, People at the bottom, I mean, that's a lot to deal with. One in 10 people, are, are they have such a low IQ, they can't do anything. They literally, they just have to eat cake and, you know, have sex and it's, <laughs> it's a problem, you know? So they would never, one-tenth, so if, 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 it's, if it was us versus them, right, you've got a lot of baggage that's just going to be useless. There, so if we waged, waged a war, right, against the government, it would never work because I mean, that's just how hierarchies work, you know? So you have, you have the less intelligent people at the bottom. Well, sold, I think soldiers are also never going to rebel against the government because they're trained to, you know, always follow orders and that's like their legal responsibility. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them do occasionally it happens. Yeah. And they get sent to fucking Leavenworth. <laughs> yeah. To Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, man. But it's like, it's like if enough people came together and said, fuck this, then they could do something about it. Yeah, you know, I think, um, I think sometimes what people don't understand is that it can't be all sunshine and rainbows, mm. right? Sometimes the government has to do, it has to do bad things because if not us, then somebody else will, you know? So like the war in Iraq, like maybe that had to happen, you know, maybe Afghanistan had to happen. And because if it didn't happen, it would have been somebody else worse than us that would have done it. So yeah, it's terrible. It's an awful thing. But at the same time, maybe it's the lesser of two evils, you know? Yeah. Well, the war, the war in Iraq was kind of unjustified because they didn't have any weapons of mass destruction. I mean, they were chasing Al Qaeda, but most of the terrorists, um, and Al Qaeda members were in like Saudi Arabia, I think, or Syria, mm. not Iraq. So it's just kind of a, they're kind of like a scapegoat for the whole Middle East. Well, it's kind of crazy because everybody's mad at Russia, like I said, but you know, we, but we did that. We did the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? But be, because they're not other white people, you know? It's like, it's, people weren't as mad. Yeah, I'm sure if we uh, attacked Canada, I don't know, do you think if the, um, the, if the United States like attacked some innocent country like that, would you think people would rebel uh, against the government? Like enough people to overthrow the government? I mean, isn't that what Vietnam was? <laughs> kind of? Or no, I don't know enough about well, it. Well, Vietnam people protested, but they didn't overthrow the government. So yeah, no, no. <laughs> I don't think they would. I think I think people, as long as they have, um, I mean, they, I know I'm not going out there with the AK-47. <laughs> no, I mean they're basically they're going to do what they want, you know. Um, I I think as long as people have enough food and there's something on TV, I don't think they're really going to go 
too crazy and do anything. Yeah, that's like um, Animal Farm in uh, 1985. 1984, right? 1984. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 1985 is the song. 1987. Bowling for Soup. Oh, yeah. 1985. It's <laughs> a good song. Bruce Springsteen, Madonna. You know, that's Way before Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> no, 1984, where uh, they, like, they have like the thought police that can like... If you even think something bad about the government, they arrest you. Well, I mean, <clears throat> is that such a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> I would say it is. <laughs> I mean, some people have some pretty dumb thoughts. <laughs> Maybe, you know, this whole Elon Musk neural Well, then thing. we would be arrested for talking about this. <laughs> well, no, because, I mean, we're just talking about it in, in an entertainment sense, you know. We, we don't have any, any bad intentions, right? Well, you're talking about th- overthrowing the government, though. Don't you think that the thought police would arrest you and... Put you like upside down with your balls tied. No, 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 no. Because this is this is all stuff that needs to be discussed. There's people out there with some really dumb thoughts. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying really dumb. <laughs> I'm talking like this is just you know we're 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 just you know shooting the shit about like things that could be true, maybe aren't true, maybe they are. You know, these have to be discussed. But yeah, but I'm talking about, like, if we were in a totalitarian society, we wouldn't be able to have conversations like this. Oh, no. I mean, but thank God we like aren't. Like North Korea. Thank God we aren't, right? I mean, I'm sure there's some people that would love for yeah. it to be that way. Well, I'm not going like, to name names. Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. <No. laughs> They'd like you to, to think that we aren't in a totalitarian society, but we kind of are. In some ways, because but... Because the government's kind of controlling everything we do. But I mean, I think there's good and bad things about everything. You know, I, I, I've, I've kind of grown up from this, like, this idea that everything that's not what I believe is bad, you know, and I try and see the other perspective on things, you know, because yeah, I think e- on either side of it, it can, it can run away. You know, and you can just go way off in left field and all of a sudden you're in North Korea and you got people (laughs) chained together, you know, through their clavicles and they're just like beating on railroad ties with hammers. And it's like there's that end and then there's the end where there's no government and that's just as bad, you know. So it's kind of you need this push and pull to kind of keep things centered, you know. Yeah, I think think. my my views since the last podcast we did have Mm -hmm. changed a lot. Oh, me and, too, for sure. Yeah. I think like, I don't know. I wouldn't say I've become more conservative because I haven't, but I just, I don't support, the, I, I realize how much of like a, a sham the whole Democratic Party and Republican Party are. It, they're both terrible. <laughs> it's like, he, here's the thing that sucks is it's like two dumpster fires and you got to pick between them. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, they both suck. And then you pick a side and somebody's like, oh, look at you, you dirtbag. You're in a dumpster. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't have a choice. I had to pick one. And I thought this one was better. You know, I mean, Joe Biden, for example, said on his first day of office, he would forgive uh, $10,000 in student debt. And that was done yesterday to two years later. So Wow. That I mean, all right. To be fair. All right. He walked into the pandemic. OK, the pandemic that shall not be named all right um and he had a lot to deal with so uh, just forgiving student debt is that's a monumental task all right so i'm not i'm not supporting um you know either side on this but that's not just a small decision to just forget you know forgive student debt that's that's a really big thing 
So there's a lot that goes into it. And I mean, um, do I support it? I mean, it's kind of like, you know, student debt is a liability. And if you take out that loan, it's kind of up to you to pay it back, man. You know, but I, I also understand that, you know, um, schools are very expensive. Very, it's very expensive to go to school. Too expensive. But at the same time, it's like I went to a community college, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you went to, you have what? Uh, well, I went to, to uh, I have a bachelor's in biology, and, and then I went to community college for nursing. And you, um, you, you, you paid that on your own? Right? Well, you paid I, your own life. Well, I took out loans. I, I got a lot of loans, a lot of student debt. Yeah, and I mean, did you did you pay most of it back? Not yet. <laughs> so you're working on it, right? Yeah, I pay I pay like four hundred fifty dollars a month for my student wow. loans, and yeah. that's not federal because federal has been on pause since I graduated. So I haven't even had. I have like forty five thousand dollars of federal debt, uh, which is now going to be thirty five thousand. And then I have forty something thousand of private debt, which is not going to be forgiven. Yeah, you know, the thing about that is I got to get a little closer to this microphone. I'm getting a little bit of echo. Um, the thing about that is that schools are private. Basically, they're like private corporations. A lot of them. So it would be like it's kind of like me going and buying a car that I needed, but then expecting the government to help pay it off. You know, um, it, it's a, it's kind of a conundrum, man. It's very complicated. It's, it's, I see both ends of, of like where people are coming from with it, you know, because it shouldn't be that expensive for school. Yeah. So, well, like say the government is saying that we need healthcare workers so much, they should pay for their schooling because there's such a shortage of healthcare workers right now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Like if you want something, then. You got to do something about it. I just think that that Biden like and other politicians never commit to what they say they're going to do during their campaign. I, just, I think if he says that he's going to forgive $10,000 on the first day, then he should just do it and be held, <laughs> held accountable for that. Yeah. Um, man, they make a lot of promises that they don't keep, you know. Mm. It's, uh, it's pretty bad and nobody keeps track of it. There's like nobody there to keep tally, you know. I keep they, track. <laughs> they just they just say, "Oh, we." That's it. why I look. Well, that's why I went back and looked up. Like, um, I looked up. Like, did Biden say he was going to forgive all student debt? And it was like, no. He said he was going to forgive ten thousand dollars within his first whatever month of presidency. Now I have a question about that. I don't have any student debt, but now say I wanted to take some out. Yeah. Do you think it's too late? Yes. Oh. It's for current and past student, current student debt. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Missed the boat on that one. <laughs> you can't just go to like to college for a year for free. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, isn't that kind of unfair now? Well, actually there is programs now for public universities where if your family makes under a certain um, amount of money, you get to go to college for free. Damn. I mean, 10, 10 grand is really in the grand scheme of things. I, I think when I went to school, that's about what it cost me for community college. And I had it paid off by the time I was done with school. So I took out the loans as I was in school and set it up to pay off as I was going along. I think 
maybe three or four months after I was done with school, they finished paying off. I just set it up on auto pay, you mm. know? So that's really $10,000. It's, it's something, but it's really in the grand scheme of things. It's not a lot. I mean, I have 80 something thousand dollars in debt and it's, Damn. it's not going to be much. Damn. Especially for people that go to like medical school or something or to a graduate degree that have $250,000 in debt. Oh, man. What's 10,000 going to do? You know, I think what really has to be done is we have to stop this, this like, what would you call it? This, it's like an industrial educational complex, you know, where not that schools can't be profitable, right? That they can't make money off students, but you know, maybe, maybe private schools, I mean, you, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, high school is free, right? Or elementary school, middle school, high school are free and paid by the government, at least for public school. So, but if you graduate high school with just a high school degree, you're not really going to get anything other than a minimum wage job. Yeah. So if the government wants people to be skilled, they have to pay for college too. Yeah. You know what? The problem you run into with that is that everybody wants to be, everybody wants to be that person that's skilled. And unfortunately, there's a separation of IQ, right? So not everybody can do it. So in China, the way it's set up is if you're smarter, you, you get pushed to the top, right? And it's based basically on competence, right? So here it's like, oh, you know, you can be anything you want and nobody's there to tell you no. No, I, I agree with you. You know, so it's like if, if I have an IQ of 75, you know, and I'm a mouth breather with my tongue hanging out of my mouth, right? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, I want to be a doctor. Nobody's going to tell me no. They're just going to let me fail. And there should be somebody that says, mm, that's that's not going to happen for you. No, I'm not, saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying we should just make stupid people any job they want. But just, that's what's happening is people want to be things and it's just not going to happen for them. Well, I, th I think if you are doing well in school and you get A's and B's, then you should have your tuition paid. Like, there you go. That That is a brilliant idea. Yeah. Okay. If you've proven yourself, all right, like say you go to a community college and you've proven yourself, right, through community college. Obviously, you got through high school, you've proven yourself there, proven yourself with your prerequisites at a lower school, right? Mm. Then the government can take stock in you, all right? They, they can pay for your student loans and people would be in agreement with that because you've proven yourself, but you got to prove yourself first. You yeah. can't just say, oh, I'm, you know what? I was a C student in high school and I'm just going to go take out a hundred grand in, you know, student debt because I want to go to a four-year school and it's really, it's not going to happen for you. You just want to party. Well, I think if you, if you get a degree and you at least use that degree to get a job in that field, you should have your debt, your, your tuition paid for. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah without a doubt. Now, New York state, I know they have some system, um, but it, it's so convoluted and hard to get like any money out of it. Like if you've ever gone to school before, you can't get it. It's really, it was just a political thing, you know, to make it look like they were giving people, you know, free, free tuition, but they really weren't, mm. you know, I think that's what I was talking about with the, um, the tuition for, for people whose families like made less than 75,000 a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. They had free tuition at, um, SUNY schools, which in, in New York or, public universities yeah it's like there's so many stipulations to actually get it though it's like it's it's 
you wouldn't, if you've ever taken a college class before or something, you don't qualify if I forget, I forget. It's, it's, it's not just like, oh, you get free two years of school, but Mm. you know, they should, they should have schools that are paid for by the government where people can go and get degrees for free. Yeah. You know, that, that would be fine. And all you got to do is pay the teachers. Yeah. Like, Make them government employees. There's government employees, at least in this state, I know, that are wasting money right now, sit around doing nothing, mm. right? So if you take some of that money and you put it towards schools that are paid for by the government, um, I I think that'd be a great idea. I mean, there's no uh, there's no public medical schools, right? There's no public law schools. So if you want to no. become a doctor, a lawyer, you got to go $100,000 in debt. So what's yeah. like really the motivation unless it's something that you really want to do. There's not much like financial motivation to, well, I guess there is cause you make a lot of money, but you still got to pay all that back. Yeah. And yeah. like the first, the first 10 or 15 years that you're a doctor or a lawyer, you'll just be like not making as much as someone like doing a trade. Yeah. They say somebody showed me this graph once. Uh, if you were a UPS driver, or a doctor, right? Yeah. The, the doctor would catch up to the UPS driver as far as debt at age 55. <laughs> so, I mean... It's really like we're all working for age 65 retirement and paying off all our bills. Yeah. It's like our lives are just so that we can retire at 65. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to retire at 65. I'd, I want to like, retire at 42. I'd like young people... <laughs> I'd like young people to have a better quality of life. Yeah. You know, the system is just, it's broken, man. It is so broken. I feel like it could be so much better. Um, That's not really a conspiracy though. You know, (laughs) 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 we're we're off in the weeds talking about, you know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't think that most of our generation, they're going to be able to retire by 65. You, our generation is going to be working until they're dead. Mm. You know, they're just, they're going to be working their entire lives. I mean, yeah, my parents still have a lot of debt. They're 55-ish. They have a lot? They they have a lot of debt still, yeah. Um, Like house debt, school debt? House debt, probably credit card debt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, what did your parents do for work? My dad works for the um, the state tax department. It's like oh, the, he does. It's like the IRS of the state. Oh, cool, cool. And uh, my mom used to be a engineer's assistant. Engineer's a, assistant. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Kind of yeah. like a nurse's assistant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but an engineer's but, assistant. But yeah, she got she got laid off uh, probably like seven years ago. What was um? What's her schooling in? Her schooling. Uh, I think she went to school for like teaching or something oh, wow. like that. I'm not sure. Oh, so she was like kind of like a secretary? Sort of. Huh. Man, kind, all... Like kind of, but not really. It's not always... really a secretary. Like someone who who like had control, helped the engineers with their documents and oh, stuff like huh. that. Kind huh. of like, you know, like, like an ASA at the med. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. It's always I'm always really interested to find out what people do. That's like one of the questions I ask in the ambulance is like, you know, what did you do for work? Mm. Just because I, I just you know want to know. It's like maybe I'll change careers and <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of truck drivers, um, 
a lot of uh, a lot of people used to work for telephone companies, which is you know because that used to be a thing, and now that's the older generation. Yeah, and that's not like uh, you know a thing anymore, really. Yeah, I mean telephone companies. I mean, what's the equivalent? It's like Spectrum. You know, <laughs> they, they don't. Re- they really don't. They don't exist. I actually uh, know someone who's in the CIA. Do you really? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> do you think we can get him on here? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. But uh, they they don't they don't talk about anything that they do. <laughs> yeah, I um I know somebody who's in the Navy actually. Who um, I'm not going to give too many details on what she does. Girl, I went to high school with. Um, her clearance is like three levels above the president or something like that, her security clearance. <laughs> but which I mean, that should tell you something. Everybody thinks that the the president has all this uh, you know, all this control. He he really does not know a lot about what's going on. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and that this is somebody in the navy mm. has a security clearance levels above the president. Well, is it secu- well, like depends what the security clearance is for. Is it like in terms of military or Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I mean, it's I think, I think it has a lot to do with like foreign intelligence and stuff, but you know, people think that the, the president is, uh, the most powerful man in the world. Well, say we got into like a second cold war with Russia and not necessarily like Trump, if he was the president, but if the president at the time decided to like nuke Russia and, assured the destruction of the t- entire planet. Do you think the people who would actually nuke them would follow his orders? No. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Joe Biden, no. Uh, if, if it was Trump? Donald Trump, no. <laughs> it's no. I, I I think there's too many checks and balances. I think what happens mm. is um, actually this this is kind of interesting. Uh, do you do you know who Jesse Ventura is? No. Uh, he was that guy who's like a wrestler and then he became the governor of Minnesota. Oh. He actually ran a conspiracy show. Yeah. Um, oh, well, this is CIA right here. No. <laughs> <laughs> he actually ran a conspiracy show. I forget what the name of it was. But uh, yeah, he was like a Navy SEAL and everything. But he said when he became governor, they brought him down into a room around a table, right? There's like a table with a bunch of people around and they said what are your intentions as governor? And he didn't know who these people were. Um, and I'd imagine that happens with the president. You know, I'd imagine they bring him to a table in, in a room and they say, who does like the CIA? It's uh, whoever actually runs the government, <laughs> Who, whoever they are. <laughs> well, they, I, I know who runs the government, the rich run the government, who runs the government, the rich, the ri- well, I mean, maybe. I mean, the rich pay for the politicians that they want to get elected that will benefit them to get elected. Yeah, i I think it's I think it's Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> I think they run the government, and uh, you know all these wars and everything that happen. Corporations rule the government. I you know I don't even think it's corporations. Um, I, I think it's banks. I think banks. bankers rule the world. Yeah, I think they do. I think because I was watching this one documentary um, and they're talking about the financial crisis in 2008 and uh, Barack Obama, who I think I, I don't agree with his political views, but 
I think he was a very presidential president. He was, yeah, he was, he was, if we could just have a president like that, you know, that was really balanced. I mean, this country would be cooking with fire. Definitely the most, um, professional. Yeah. And president. it's like, that's th- what you expect out of a president, you yeah. know, <laughs> even if you don't agree with his political views, which I don't, you know, um, but I'm not going to get into details on that right this second, but, um, yeah, he was just so, so presidential, but he sat down there. They are again, man. There, I'm telling you, they're honest. Um, <laughs> They, uh, they sat Barack Obama down with the heads of all these banks, the seven major banks, you know, mm. and they said that Barack Obama was so scared. He was like shaking in his boots, you know, because he, he was, he was nervous because these are his bosses. That's who Barack Obama's bosses yeah. are. He has to answer to them because ultimately they have control of everything. Mm. I mean, if, <laughs> if you have these people that can just shift the economy, they say, okay, you don't want to comply with our demands. It's like, we just, uh, you know, we, we can shut down the economy. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. You know? So yeah, they said he was actually scared. That was like <laughs> the only time Barack Obama was actually like sweating is when he had to sit down with the major banks and like work out a deal. Yeah. Well, I think the government doesn't really work for the people anymore. They work for, for money. For oh, the, for sure. For the corporations and the banks and, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Mark Zuckerberg. He's a, uh, he's uh something, man. He's gone off the rail with the, the whole metaverse. They say he doesn't even care about Facebook anymore. Oh, I'm sure he doesn't, dude. He just, he just wants to get the metaverse probably because he wants to escape from his life. <laughs> yeah, I did it, dude. I gotta, sh- I gotta show you this picture. It's so funny. <laughs> God, I don't know if I have it on here. Is it Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, it's yeah. this artwork. <laughs> Hold on a sec. God, let me look it up. But I use this program on um, Oculus called mm. uh, VR Desktop, or no, Virtual Desktop. Yeah. So it displays your desktop in your Oculus. And so there's different themes you can have. Like one's just like a bedroom. And like it displays like there's like an actual computer in front of you. Right. And it puts your desktop onto that computer. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 And so you look around this room and there's like this artwork on the walls. <laughs> and there's this one with Mark Zuckerberg. That's Why so would you want to be in VR to use a computer when you could just use a computer? Dude, that was literally giving me a headache. Um, that's like being in virtual reality <laughs> in virtual reality. So, um, yeah. What is the benefit to that? No. So you need, um, in order to like play games in VR, right? Like say I want to play like flight simulator in VR, yeah. you need to have something that communicates between the headset and the computer. So mm-hmm. basically something that runs what's called open XR. So this is just a program that does that. But the, the thing about having your desktop in VR is you could, you could do work, you know, on your Oculus, you know, so yeah. you, you could be like somewhere else away from your computer and it just, it streams your desktop to your, to your headset. So uh-huh. that would be mm-hmm. the advantage of that. You could be down in your basement, you know, and you could have your computer upstairs and you could be working on your Oculus. Yeah. That's kind of cool. But uh, let me see if I can find this artwork. So funny. <laughs> I want to get, I want to get this blown up. And uh, put on a poster for my room. Put it on. We're gonna we're gonna make a uh, like a website or something for for our podcast. Oh, definitely. Put some pictures on it. Of, uh, Building seven and Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> <laughs> the controlled demolition. Oh, I got no service down here. <laughs> they cut me off, bro. The government cut me off. Oh, you don't. 
God damn it. They got to me, dude. Oh, weird. Um, you want to connect to my Wi-Fi? Yeah, let me see. Here, we'll pause it so we can say the Wi-Fi password. All right. <laughs> All right, we're back. All right, let me see here. Where did this go? I, I want to get a poster <laughs> of this on my wall. <laughs> is that Stephen King? Is that? On the right? <laughs> I don't know who that is. It kind of looks, <laughs> looks like him. Yeah, it is. Is it? That's Stephen King on the right. <laughs> Dude, that is. So it's like it's like this this picture of Mark Zuckerberg, and he's like blue. He looks like an alien, and it's in outer space. It's like, what would you say? That's like 90s, 80s themed? Yeah, like Star Trek, like 70s almost. Yeah, and it's got this guy with this Oculus on. It's just, it's such a cool piece of artwork. <laughs> I got to find a way to get that blown up from my wall. It's so autistic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. so yeah but anyway um what else were we going to talk about i, I, I got think something. We, I, I got a lot to talk about on china still dude i'm on china yeah I, I got a topic too but you can talk about we can talk about china first no no china's too that's too deep <laughs> okay it runs way <laughs> way too deep so what do you got i want to i want to talk about freedom of speech Okay, yeah, let's talk about and it. And just how freedom of speech is not free anymore. Like, have you been following the um, Alex Jones case? Yeah. but <laughs> So, so where, what's your stance on that? So he got sued because he suggested that Sandy Hook wasn't real. And the parents sued him for, like, defamation or something like that. Yeah. So, so basically freedom of speech isn't free anymore and you can't say whatever you want, which I know is like a law. You can't walk into a movie theater and say there's a bomb, but on like a podcast you can, why shouldn't you be able to voice your own political views? Like, how do you feel about if someone heard this, if we become big someday and someone heard this and you get sued for defamation about the, from the nine 11 victims or something like that, from the beginning of this episode. Well, all right. So from what I understand, uh, freedom of speech applies to the government. The government can't restrict your speech, right? That has nothing to do between people. Um, and the thing with Alex Jones is, I mean, I think Sandy Hook was real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it probably caused a lot more, undue pain and suffering to those families. All right. So the thing with Alex Jones is he's got an army behind him, an army of people. So that you just believe whatever he says. So I think we're pretty balanced and we say, you know, we don't, we, ha- we have no idea if this is true or not. Alex Jones says it like it's absolute fact, mm. you know, says Sandy hook was not real. Okay, so it's like it, the pain and suffering that he caused. I think maybe if we were in on that trial, right, we were on the jury, we would see it from a completely different perspective. Because at some point, it's like, you know, the law might say one thing, but common sense says another. Okay. And he made money off the pain and suffering of those families. Okay. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't agree with uh, anything he said, but. I just think that I'm a big supporter of uh, freedom of speech and that you should be able to say whatever you want, even even if it's 
incorrect or uh, there's some people should have to decide for themselves, think for themselves, and uh, you shouldn't be held legally responsible for stuff that you say because of, of the First Amendment. I mean, it's the First Amendment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it's like those people that go outside of government buildings and they take pictures and mm. they get people pissed off for no reason. And it's like they're not breaking the law, but, you know, the people come out like that. I watched this one video on, on YouTube. This guy was doing it to an FBI building, just taking pictures. And so eventually the people inside the building came out and said, hey, dude, what the hell are you doing? Right? Like, we just want to see your ID. And he's like, well, I don't have to give you my ID. So he's obviously trying to rile them up, right? Because it's not a normal thing to do, you know, go and take pictures of a government building. Yeah. Um, but if he was doing that, you know, and people people are supporting him. Uh, in the comments, they're like, yeah, you know, he's standing up for our freedoms and, you know, he doesn't have to give him, you know, his ID. If he was doing that uh, outside an elementary school, everybody would want to see that guy's ID. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he was taking pictures of the playground, it would be a completely different argument. And people would say, you know, it, yeah, we know what the law says, but uh, let's see your ID, buddy. You know? <laughs> well, taking pictures of kids isn't the same thing as, as well, I mean, he, speech, he has every right to do that, you could argue. So, you could, know, but does but... anybody agree with that? So, you know, the law says one thing, but what's the spirit of the law? You know, and I think that's the thing we don't talk about enough is why was the law written? And is the law written to protect weirdos? You know, it's it's like, why can't you just, um, you know, be normal? And the thing with Alex Jones is uh, he really went hard on that Sandy Hook thing, saying they were crisis actors and this and that. And, uh, you know, he that he's he he makes money off that stuff. So mm -hmm. he made money off other people's suffering. So at the end of the day, I, I mean, yes, he, he should be able to say whatever he wants to say, right? Without, yeah. a, without a doubt. But at, there has to be, there has to be, you know, an end point where you, you know, do, do I think he should have to pay $4 million or whatever it was? No, I, I don't think so. But, you know, it's, it's balance, you know? Yeah. Government's calling. <laughs> the government. You want to pause it? No, no, no. Right. Yeah, but yeah, um, but it's not just Alex Jones. It's like even on Facebook, you can't you can't post anything, say anything like that's that Mark Zuckerberg and his team don't approve of. Oh, dude! I mean, did I tell you the story about how I got kicked out of the metaverse? No. Well, I think you did. You like you said something to someone. I, I forgot what you said, but yeah. So, you know, there's also, I was discriminated in the metaverse. Were you? Yes, I was. Because there was a lady actually who sued Facebook because she got, um, virtually raped in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, I think that's a conspiracy. I think that they were just trying to make, uh, the metaverse seem more real. So they probably paid her to do that. <laughs> because people now it, it put the metaverse on the on on I the think, map. Well, I think some people are just stupid, but <laughs> well, one in ten, you mm. know, have such a low <laughs> IQ that they can't do anything without being counterproductive. You, you can always shut the game off, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could have taken the headset off. Yeah, I was in VR chat yesterday. 
And I was like, dude, how do I get out of this place, dude? Right? And this guy's like, you put your hands on the side of your head and you lift up. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? And, and then I started cracking up and I like broke character, right? And he's like, you know what I mean? You can just explore the real world. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, uh, that gave him some fun. Yeah. Let me know when you're playing that game. I'm probably going to play tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah. So what's your, what's your uh, name? On, on Oculus, in uh, VR chat. I forgot. I friend. I I friended you though. I forgot oh, my yeah. username. Mine's uh, Turbo Magic. T R R B O Magic. Uh, I think it's Case. Yeah, definitely Quesadilla seven seven seven. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Quesadilla. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll be on tonight. Um, but uh. How'd you yeah. get, how'd you get, um, banned from the metaverse? Oh yeah. How I got banned from the metaverse. So, uh, I made my character this, like, uh, this old Italian looking bald guy, right. With a, um, just like, um, he was like overweight and like, just, he looked like maybe, you know, uh, your average, like, I don't know like pervert kind of, I tried yeah. to make him look perverted, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, I was talking like this in the metaverse. Oh, wow. Oh <laughs> man, this place is great. <laughs> right. And, uh, I was, uh, I was just being an idiot. My buddy was playing too. We went in this one room and you know, none of these people that your avatar doesn't look real. Right. Mm. But there was this one that was a girl and I was like, Oh baby, come over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, this one guy is like, he's like, dude, she's only, she's only 16 years old, man. Who are, what are you saying? Oh baby to her. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm like, Oh no, they're ganging up on me. Right. <laughs> so they, they all, <laughs> it's like, it's, she wasn't really attractive. She was an avatar, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're like, you don't even have legs in the metaverse, right? And what Horizon Worlds, I think it was called. Yeah, Horizon. And Worlds. so they, they all started getting around me, pointing at me. And there's like moderators in the in the metaverse, right? And uh, they're like, he he was he was saying, "Oh, baby," to that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, they're coming after me. Oh no. So they're all sitting around me, pointing at me, yelling to get the moderator over there. <laughs> so I don't know. Do you think you should be held responsible for things that you say online? Like, you Absolutely think, not. Well, well, that's what I'm kind of saying. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's a two edged sword. Yeah. You know, I, I see, I see where you're coming from. Um, but this is relatively minor. You know what I mean? This is, this is a small thing. I just, I, you know, I saw some girl's avatar in the metaverse and I said, Oh baby. So, uh, (laughs) I left the room and I went and gave my character a mustache and changed his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And and I, I come back to the room and I'm like, Hey guys, what's going on? And they're like, Hey, that's that same guy. You're the see, he's got a mustache. He's in disguise. Get him. <laughs> so this all of this transpired over my first 15 minutes in Horizon Worlds. And I got banned from not just Horizon Worlds, but I got banned from my Oculus for two days. So <laughs> I I <I'm, laughs> I, I bricked. You couldn't, couldn't, even, you couldn't could, even play a game. Couldn't even play any other games on it. And I said, well, I don't own this thing, right? So <laughs> so this kind of sucks, right? So I said to him, I called uh, Oculus, and I'm like, guys, like I paid 300 bucks for this thing, okay? This is my property. 
Yeah. Like, let me use this. I use it for other things. And they're like, no, that we can't. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's only going to be a two day suspension. I'm like, do you want me to return it? Cause I'll just bring it back to the store and buy a new one because for all intents and purposes, this thing is bricked. But it, isn't it linked to your account? Not the physical device. Yeah. I don't care. I'll still bring it back. Uh, you know? So, well, if you get a new one, won't you still be banned? Yeah, but I'll have a brand new one. But, or you can make a new account. Yeah. But in, th- in that time period, I mean, really what I was trying to do is like, if you're going to ban me, right. From anything that's meta related. Yeah. Right. I can't even log into my account. I need an account to use this device and I can't use a device that I bought for all intents and purposes. It's broken. Mm. That device does not function. Okay. So I don't care if it doesn't function because of something on your end. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't function. I'm going to bring it back. So I didn't bring it back because it would have been too much work. And (laughs) I kind of see where they're coming from. Right. Mark Zuckerberg is trying to build this whole metaverse thing. He wants it to be, you know, family friendly. They're going to be using it for like, you know, instead of Zoom, you're going to be using, you know, your Oculus, right? Yeah. Anything Facebook related and just gets moderated the shit out of and, you know, um, what's it called? Fact, like on Facebook with the fact checking and the misinformation stuff. Yeah. Um, but I see where they're coming from with that whole thing because uh, Facebook they're, they're taking a loss for every Oculus that's sold because they want people to have them. So really the Oculus is, it's like $600 of technology, you know, it's really costing Facebook like $600, but it only costs you $300 to buy. So I like, I let it slide for that reason alone because they're, they're really actually giving you something kind of for free. Well, they're just trying to get everybody in the metaverse so they can um, make money off of like apps and stuff that people use. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's kind of what you'd call a loss leader, you know, yeah. like as far as like retail goes, you know, in retail, it's like something that a company doesn't really make money off of, but they're going to make money off the other things that go along with it. So mm. it's like, say for example, Home Depot doesn't make money off of sheetrock, right? They yeah. don't, they don't make a dime off sheetrock, but the compound and the tape and like all the corners that go with the sheet rock, those are all marked up like a hundred percent. Gas stations don't make any money off gas. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) It's a loss leader just to get you in there. So, uh, the Oculus is just, it's a loss leader just to get your information. So (laughs) they know what your house looks like because the sensors, (laughs) they know it's probably got facial recognition. It's probably got a back door that China just taps into (laughs) and they know everything about you. Well, how do you feel about like the the whole metaverse in general, not just the Facebook, but like the whole VR universe? Like they want to make people do their jobs in VR. Um, Mark Mark Zuckerberg, I think, said he wants to just like live in VR. You know, I... I don't blame him. <laughs> the, the world is getting to a weird place. And oh, it's you remember just, um, in the movie you ever see Inception? Yeah, yeah. In the movie where everybody's like um, in virtual reality, they like put them to sleep in that room and everyone's sleeping and and um, the guy's like, Leonardo DiCaprio is like, what are they doing? And the guy's like, oh, they're reliving their, their past, um, their past, memories or experiences mm. and these people are just in like the vr or whatever virtual environment for 23 hours a day damn i mean like it's that. it's not far from the matrix either you know yeah <laughs> but you know we could get this might be a better conversation for another day because i can go down a rabbit hole with this <laughs> one dude I, this 
I think I think we'll save this one. Yeah, we'll save this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, it, at what point does it end? You know, you build this whole universe, this whole virtual reality thing, and this is just the beginning, right? Uh, if, uh, eventually, if everyone's living in VR, they're going to have to make like VR laws. They're going to have to make like VR police. You know, I'll, like, I'll be a VR cop. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You could be, I'll be like, the most corrupt VR cop. I don't know. Uh, could you be like criminally charged for something you do in VR? It's coming. <laughs> I, I, can you? It's. Yeah. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a question. I think when will you be? I don't know if you like. Who will be the first <laughs> VR offender? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's offenders that are like pedophiles and stuff in VR. But. Oh, oh, yeah. And, and that, <laughs> in that case, that's already happened. Yeah. yeah never mind. Um, but, but I mean, I'm like, talking about like if you say they made like like a serious app for like like working or something. If you like sabotage somebody else in the in like their job or their livelihood in VR, oh, yeah. do you think you would get criminally charged? I think so. Yeah, because I think it's just an extension of whatever laws we have for computers now, you know? Mm. So if you, if you corrupted the files on somebody's computer that they needed for work, I mean, you'd be criminally charged, mm. you know? So why would it be any different in VR, you know? But, you know, the way we're going with this, we're going down a path where um, we're trying to build a different reality, right? Within, because things are getting complicated in the real world, right? Yeah. So we're building a different reality to simplify things, basically, Right. Look, you don't, you don't have to leave your house, right? You don't have to travel. Um, you stay at home. It it makes life less complicated, but then that brings into question whether or not our actual reality is, isn't just the same thing Mm. as that. That's come through a process of evolution. Whereas things are so complicated. If we actually understood how they actually were that we built this perception because it would just be too complex for our brains to understand. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Like uh, if life is like a simulation. It, well, I think it has to be. <laughs> if you think, you know, it's like human beings, we simplify everything. Like, you know, this coffee cup, right? That's mm. what this is in my brain. But it's so much more complicated than that. Like yeah. if I had to actually process what this thing is, what it's made of... Chemical... The- chemicals yeah i would go mad i wouldn't be able to make it home today well (laughs) you know because that's why that's why i went crazy taking uh, organic chemistry what's that that's why i went crazy taking organic chemistry oh yeah because it makes Mm -hmm. you think about everything about what's made everything is made up of (laughs) and if you had to process all that stuff you you wouldn't be able to survive Mm. you know so i think i think this whole vr thing is just it's it's uh, mirroring what actually happened through evolution so we're just simplifying again. So, and eventually it's just going to be integrated. Yeah. And as soon as this Neuralink thing comes out, would you get one? What is it? Neuro- Neuralink. I haven't heard about that. It's Elon Musk's, one of his companies. Is he making a, a VR? Neuralink, it sounds like um, like a chip they put in your head. It is. You ever see the show Black Mirror? No, but I've heard about it. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, They're yeah. actually going to do that? Yes. How's oh, yeah. How does it work? So they've, they've already done it. They showed an example on sheep, right? So they had the implanted chip. They do basically uh, crani- craniotomy. Is that what it is? The craniotomy? Yeah, where they cut a hole in your skull. And to they, what? Go into VR? No, no, no. So they put this chip in, and it has little probes that go down into your brain. 
So it basically, it learns the electrical signals of your brain through like things that are like happening. This is how I understand it. But what they can do is they collect information coming from your brain and they know what like neurons are fired by certain parts of the brain and whatnot. So if they like stimulate them, this is how I understand it. Um, But basically they're tapping into the communication system of the brain so that you can control things externally with this chip. So you'll be able to, they say like uh, communicate telepathically with people and I, I think that they're way further ahead than they say they are with this. Yeah, I've watched enough episodes of Black Mirror to know that that's I'm never going to get one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but but what if what if it puts you at an advantage to have it? You know, I guess, but I don't know. You have uh, you have chips implanted in your head. Eventually, uh, if those get into the wrong hands, you fucks. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but at the same time, right? Maybe this is the evolution of life. Mm. Maybe this is ultimately where we go, right? This is ultimately what's supposed to happen with humans. Like right now we operate as separate organisms, right? As part of a whole, right? So just like the cells in each of our organs operate together, right? For those organs, right? We as individuals operate as part of a whole for like our community. The communities work together as a, as part of a whole, to div, you know, as a state, and the states work together as a nation. You know, yeah. so um, how much how much more efficient would it be if we all had chips and we knew what each other was thinking? Or, like, what about like when you die, and because um, your consciousness is essentially just your like neurons in your brain? What if your consciousness could be downloaded to a computer? And then you Man, could <laughs> that's that's heavy, but it would it it wouldn't be you. What? It wouldn't be you. It would be you. It would would it though? It would. They would if you could download your consciousness into a computer. Because what is what is consciousness? It's just your brain making electrical signals to think about things. So yeah. if you could download like your memories, your personality, you know, your thoughts onto a computer, you would be the same person. You know, I don't, I don't think you would be I, because it's the human body is just, it's so complicated. The only way for a human to be a human and have all the thoughts and emotions that they have is to have a human body. Right. But if I, if I had like a brain transplant where if I die and then eventually they like built a new body, a synthetic body around my brain, I would still have the same consciousness cause I still have the same brain. Well, see when we're talking about, downloading consciousness onto like a computer. I don't think it's the same. It's not the same operating system. You know, it's like biology Mm. is one operating system and a computer is a different operating system. Mm. It's they're they're two different coding structures. Well, say they had like a a synthetic brain, not like you're actually downloading onto like the internet but like they're making a brain with the same structure that's man-made and and they're just programming it. Now you're talking. So, so that the same neurons fire that, that, um, have your memories and your personality. Now that is something very interesting. Yeah. So you're talking about basically a chemical computer, Mm. right? So I think that's probably closer than you think. They've probably already grown in laboratories these blank brains, you know, yeah. that 
they, they don't have anything. They're just, they're just, they're clean slates of brains and they're probably already trying to do that. Well, people could theoretically live forever. That'd be, you know what? At least till the, at least until they get destroyed by some act of war, some trauma or like the earth, the sun explodes or something like that. Yeah, man. And then they just, they just pack the brain into a rocket. By, by then we'll they, find other planets to, uh, that are habitable. <laughs> man, I, if you follow that <clears throat> thought to the end, like where could that go? You know? Yeah. How far could you take that if you're just putting, if you're just putting your brain into a rocket, right? <laughs> and just blasting it off into space to, to go explore some distant universe. That's yeah. fascinating, man. Or they could take your consciousness like when you die and put it into like a spaceship and then have you go find like a habitable planet and just live there forever. <laughs> Man, that is it's fucked. See, a, a lot of this comes from, um, <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think, look, I think they've already probably the stuff we're talking about, the government, the Russians have <laughs> definitely probably already done this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, with monkeys at least. It, it's an untitled project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another another untitled project. Yeah. Um Yeah, man. It's just God, you know the the thing is though is that a lot of that stuff it it has to do with ego, right? Cuz people don't want to die. Right? Mm. Like no, no who wants to die? But it's like as long as the human race exists, it's we're like cells in an organ, right? And the cells have to be replaced with new ones, right? In order for the organ to operate, you know. Yeah, or they could just what if they took like your stem cells when you die and regrew another you with the same consciousness? Would it be the same you? Man, I don't think it would be. Well, no, it would be like a twin, like a clone of you. But it, but I'm talking about if they could replicate like your exact brain and the the neurons as it is right now, would it be you? I don't think it would be. No. I, I think because a lot of who you are comes from your environment and that environment will never exist again. Right. Mm. So that person can never grow up in the nineties like we did, you know, but you grew up in the two thousands or the nineties, Casey. I was born in 95. Okay. I was 90. So that, mm. that consciousness could never experience the nineties. It's never going to experience Nickelodeon. It's never going to understand people getting slimed. You know what I mean? And like salute your shorts. Did you have all those shows? What? Which one? Uh, uh, Nickelodeon. Did you have Nickelodeon? Yeah. 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 It's never going to understand uh, Backstreet Boys, you know, <laughs> Christina Aguilera. It's like that consciousness. I, we are a product of our environment, right? How we grew up and that consciousness and that new person that is your DNA it has 50% of it it will be 50% you it's going to like 50% of the things you liked but yeah but i'm saying if they they were able to replicate your memories though that you would have the same you would have the same um, memories and environment so you would be essentially the same person but it wouldn't be like you mm. man i just don't i don't know that if you put it in a new nervous system, if it would be the same thing, because I, I really believe that the nervous system keeps the score, right? It, it, it is like a computer in the background and it's constantly calculating, right? Mm. 
And it goes based on past experience, how it's going to do things in the future. Right. So I don't, I don't know if you could download. There's so much we don't know. I don't know. There's this episode of Black Mirror where the the dude's a computer programmer and he like he has it out to get for his co out to get for his uh, coworkers. So he takes some of like their DNA and downloads it to his program and um, essentially puts like a clone of their consciousness into like the Star Trek universe, um, which he like controls them and like tortures them. Damn. So <laughs> that's like that's like what I mean by saying downloading consciousness and you could essentially just be in a computer program forever, man and not die. (laughs) Yeah. I think you'd be torturing a different person. Yeah. You know, I I think it's like if we had Hitler's DNA and we could, you know, remake Hitler just so we could raise him up from a child and kill him again, you wouldn't be killing that same person. You wouldn't be killing that person that grew up in, you know, uh, World War One Germany, you know, who had this perspective on life because who knows who we would be if we grew up in different, you know, different environments. We'd be completely different people. And, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> Hitler became who he was because of his environment. And if you made that guy from scratch. Well, as a combination of genetics and environment, I think it's, uh, it's about 50-50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it would be... I don't think it could ever be the same thing. You know, I think you get one life and, um, well, you don't, if you're in the metaverse, (laughs) yeah, that's true. (laughs) You get two lives. Yeah. Or you can have your consciousness downloaded into the metaverse and then you get an infinite life. But do you want to be in the fucking metaverse? No, I don't. (laughs) I don't want to imagine (laughs) if it's like you, you die and then you wake up and you're greeted by Mark Zuckerberg's avatar. (laughs) And he's like, hey, welcome to the metaverse. Like, it's really cool here. And it's like, oh, God, no. This is, we brought you back to life. Your family saved your DNA. <laughs> it's like, um, you ever go to the VR chat world, like 90 minutes of Little Peep? No. Or <laughs> <laughs> it just plays Little Peep over and over again. Oh, my God. It's like if you, <laughs> if you just wake up and you were just trapped in that world forever. And I love Little Peep, but I would probably get sick of him. Oh, and you're just waiting for somebody <laughs> to rescue you from that world? Yeah. You got downloaded into the wrong world? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> on a more realistic note, yeah. um, they're trying to, they're actually working on a, a cure for aging. So people essentially don't get any older. I don't want to get older. Do you? No, but do you want to live forever? (laughs) Like I said, things are getting weird, but I mean, there's a lot. I look, I have a routine. I wake up every day. I kiss my cats. I go for my walk. I just, I play some flight simulator. I I just, I have a routine and I could do it for probably, I don't know, four lifetimes and I wouldn't get bored of it. Hmm. You know, I eat a banana with peanut butter and honey. Well, your your routines change throughout your life. Yeah. I, I'm a creature of habit, and I, I can get pretty used to doing that for a long time, you know? Or there's like the uh, the Buddhist theory of reincarnation. You're born, reborn into different uh, people when you die. That's kind of cool. You yeah. know, I'd like to be like a pharaoh, go back in time. Um, you know, I'd like to be, who's that guy that, Mongolian guy who had sex with like 10,000 women. Oh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. that's pretty sweet. You know? Yeah. You probably get a little bored of it after a while, but. Did you know, um, 
like every every Asian, every person of Asian descent is related to uh, Genghis Khan, and every white person is like if you go back far far enough is a descendant of Charlemagne. Really? Yeah, huh. because it was Who so many ger- generations ago, and he had so many um, descendants that it just like his gen- his genes got mixed in with everyone else's. Who is Charlemagne? Uh, he's like a king of France in the in the tenth uh, century. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You should look that up. I want to hear more about my uncle Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. <laughs> Charlemagne <clears throat> was the oldest son. Uh, oh, actually, he lived from uh, seven. 747 to 814 is the king of Frank, the king of the Franks in six in 768 hmm. and the first Holy Roman Emperor. Oh yeah. That's what I forgot. He was the first Holy Roman Emperor. Holy Roman Emperor. Like the, um, the Roman Empire. Oh really? Yeah. But I thought you said France. Well, king of the Franks. So the Franks were, yeah, that was in France, but, the Holy Roman Empire covered pretty much all of Europe. Oh, huh? Yeah, wow! It, it even yeah, it even covered um, England at one point. So, Rome. It went Rome, and then uh, Great Britain became the world power after that, right? Yeah, much later. This was like in the Middle Ages. Wow! So yeah, that's really fascinating. So Rome controlled like Europe in that time period, and then like. Great Britain had their empire. And Germany had their little stint there. <laughs> Isn't that crazy to think? So that guy must have had sex. Must have had sex with a lot of women. Um, not necessarily. He was a busy man. He. Or do you think it's just a genetic bottleneck? Like that's had, just where it's it's spread off from. He had four wives. That'll do it. And probably wanted to kill himself. <laughs> well, four wives at different times. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Let's see how many children he had. Children, wives. What is a concubine? That's like a sex slave. Oh God. <laughs> well, I mean, this is seven forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is Charlemagne had eighteen children. Eighteen. Yeah. Man, I know people that had half that. I mean. But eventually, since there's so many generations, all that DNA is going to get um, diluted, passed on to everybody today of, yeah. the, of European descent. Man, I know, I know people that had seven kids, and thank God they're really good people. Some of the best people I know. Yeah, yeah. This one, uh, this one family I knew from high school. There's like seven of them, but it was like the dad was like the perfect example of a human being. He was just like how every human being should operate. So it's like, that's the guy that you want to be, you know, spreading his seed. <laughs> like that, that's the guy you want procreating. They should but then, clone him. <laughs> I know exactly. That, yes. That if anybody needed to be cloned, it was this guy. I'm not going to say what his name was, but God, he was one of my teachers. He was the man. But um, yeah, no, but then there's people uh, that I know that uh, they live in the hood, don't have jobs, and they're just procreating out of control. 
I think I know some of those people too. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's that that one in ten people that can't do anything without being counterproductive. There's gonna be a whole lot more of them. <laughs> it ain't gonna be pretty. <laughs> They're all uh, related to Charlene too. Well, maybe not, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. What other topics you got? Topics. Let's see. I like uh, your shirt, by the way. That's badass. Oh, Jimi nice. Hendrix. Oh, okay. How do you feel about the war on drugs? <sighs> well, man, see, I used to be so polarized in my thoughts, right? Like when, if you went back to our old ambulance sessions podcast. Yeah, you were like a straight libertarian. Super polarized. Are you still a libertarian? You know, I, I don't know that I'm anything. I think I'm right in smack dab in the middle of the political spectrum. Me too. I've definitely become more, I, I would say I'm still like a very liberal, but I'm not like going to follow the De- democratic party and like the system and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a better, it's a better way to be balanced because then, then it's like, you know, you can hate on both sides and it's great. It's like you got more ammo, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like they both suck, <laughs> but, uh, Oh man, the war on drugs is complicated because I used to think that I used to actually have a bumper sticker on my car that said the war on drugs is working. And then it said the little quote, like who said it? And it said, nobody. Right. (laughs) So that's how I used to feel about it. And then I learned more about it. Like in school, my teacher made us do a report on, uh, basically, um, I I think I actually picked it. It was like the history of drugs, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, I think he assigned it. Um, so I learned about, uh, you know, the history of drugs in the United States and how we got to where we did with, I don't know if you ever heard of the Harrison tax act. No. So that, that was basically like the first attempt at controlling drugs in the United States. So at one point, don't quote me on this because I can't find this anywhere else. Like I can't find where I got this statistic from, but one third of the U S population was addicted to opiates. Right. Mm. So, uh, I mean, can you imagine going out in public and one in three people are just like, you know, head nodding, like just can't even function. That's not good for the nation. Right. Yeah. So something had to be done about it. So they came up with this Harrison tax act, which taxed opiates. Right. So they basically taxed people out of being able to afford them. Kind of, I, I don't remember the exact details of it. Um, but it, also the problem was is that doctors like kept prescribing them to people you know it's kind of like the same thing as today i think this was like in the 1800s oh yeah so um that was their first attempt at controlling it but what happened is when uh, they started to control it and they taxed legitimate supplies of opiates they created a black market Mm. so because people didn't want the tax stuff the taxed stuff because they couldn't afford it so they went to the black market stuff and that's where the drug problem still exists from is the government trying to control that so you can't it's just like there's two ends of the spectrum you can't have it completely uncontrolled right because then one third of people are addicted to opiates right and then you can't have it completely controlled because it creates a black market so you have to have a happy medium it's not it's not black or white you think there should be like heroin clinics where people walk in and are monitored so they don't overdose? Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine because <laughs> I think 
people want to protect, they want to pretend like it's somebody else's problem, right? Like that's never going to happen to my family. But if it was somebody in your family that accidentally, which people all the time get accidentally addicted to things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because they get an injury and then they get on opiates and they say, man, this feels pretty good. And it takes what, 30 days to get addicted yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. After 30 days of chronic opiate use, you're, you're hooked. Mm-hmm. So that happens to construction workers, to people that had no business trying to be addicted to anything. People that were probably hating on addicts that get addicted. You know, they just don't mean to. It happens accidentally. Um, it's just crazy where that we draw the line because alcohol and tobacco are so much more bad for your health than like marijuana or I don't know, like LSD stuff like that. Yeah. So what's worse? Alcohol and oh. tobacco. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're just, if we're banning drugs based on health risks, alcohol and tobacco would be banned. Yeah. I think, I think the bigger question is why are people doing drugs? <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, sometimes it's pain, right? Mm. But I think a lot of things can qualify as pain, right? Psychological pain, you know, um, it, it's not, it's not just, they're not just doing it for fun. You know, it's escapism and, uh, addiction is a disease of despair. So something else is missing in your life and that's taking the place of it. So, yeah. Well, it doesn't <clears throat> necessarily have to be addiction. Um, like I'll, what, what drugs do you think should be legal? Well, I think that, everybody agrees. That are now illegal. <laughs> I think everybody agrees that marijuana should be legal. Yeah. Right. Nobody cares about that. It's a pretty benign drug. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's a panacea like people paint it out, paint it to be, you know, Yeah. but it's, it's fine. You know, it's, if everybody was smoking weed instead of drinking alcohol, they'd be so much better off. Yeah. That's what I kind of realized recently, but I have this like drug test coming up for a new job and it's like, I could go to that drug test completely hammered and, you know, on acid because they don't test for that. But if I fail for, for weed, then I won't get the job. Which is just crazy. Yeah, you know, the system just hasn't caught up with reality, I think <laughs> is what that is. Like marijuana was actually um, made illegal like in the early 1900s because hemp was being used um, to make paper and like the timber companies didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, man, that's how it seems like everything that's regulated by the government is because some industry is losing money. Yeah, you know? that's all it is. It's <laughs> the government in bed with corporations is what it comes down to. And not only that, like if, if people are like, oh man, this weed is really taking care of like my pain. I don't need to be on my prescription drugs. Pfizer doesn't like that, you know? They're, mm. they're not going to want that. I mean, you know, it's, it's cutting into the profits of the pharmaceutical companies too. So there's that, which, you know, if I worked for a pharmaceutical company, maybe... Maybe I wouldn't want it legal either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why is it that out that alcohol was prohibited in um, 1918 or whatever? And like, just like 15 years later, it was re-legalized because people couldn't deal with having that. Wait, what was alcohol prohibition? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can't take alcohol away from people. It's just, it's it's been part of human culture for 5,000 years. It's just so like bad for you. 
it is it is bad for you, but just like it's bad for society. Like how many people? Um, so you're an EMT, right? Like how many people do you pick up that their problems are due to alcohol? Mm-hmm. Whether it's just like going out and getting violent or drunk or having psychiatric issues oh, or for sure. yeah. or like getting uh, medical issues from the alcohol. Yeah, w- without a doubt. But like I said, it's been, alcohol has been with humans as long as bread, basically, you know? Um, yeah. And alcohol used to be the safest form of water to drink. Used to be the safest liquid to drink because water was contaminated. So uh, yeah. the alcohol <laughs> decontaminated it. And I, you know, I, I really don't drink. I rarely drink. Um, and when I do drink, it's like really sweet stuff. Like I drink like girl drinks. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy wine occasionally, you know, very like maybe once a year. Um, but sometimes after I have that drink, right, the next day will be one of my best days. So I think maybe there's things about alcohol we don't understand. Oh, that no. <laughs> incorporating it into our body, maybe it changes something with our gut biome or something like that. Or um, it, it's it's as old as bread, you know? It's the world was built on alcohol and bread, basically, you know? So it was one of the the first painkillers, you know? Yeah. One of the things, it's a, it's a wonderful drug, but it's people use it wrong, you know? They Ugh. use it incorrectly. Um, I, I think alcohol is fine, but I think it's a cultural problem. In moderation, yeah. In but, moderation, yeah. But people, so many people get addicted to it. It's not like, it's probably as much of a risk as doing heroin. Yeah, in yeah. In terms of people that getting, well, I mean, more people are addicted to alcohol than heroin. Yeah, you know, people, I don't think they understand, um, I don't think they understand how drugs work. And I think maybe we need drug ed- education. We don't need to get rid of drugs. We need education on what they do in the body. So, you know, for every action, there's an opposite reaction, right? So that's what a hangover is, right? So you feel really good drinking alcohol. You feel amazing, right? It increases your dopamine 400%, right? Yeah. Increases serotonin, <laughs> takes away your apprehension, right? Um, and then all those chemicals, those feel good chemicals, they got to come back down to baseline. Mm. Right. So for every action, there's, I wouldn't say an equal and opposite reaction. It's probably you feel worse than you felt good. You know, it's, you, you go further in the opposite direction. No, so I've, I've, uh, I've dealt with that a lot with dealing with like anxiety because it, kind of takes away your anxiety, but the next day it will come back like twice as worse. Twice as bad. Then you feel yeah. depressed, right? Cause your yeah. serotonin's low. Um, and then your body's processing all these toxins out, you know? So you, you, people don't understand that if a drug makes you feel good, it's going to make you feel bad eventually. That's, that comes with anything. So if people were educated on this, like, Hey, you can't feel good 100% of the time. And if you try, you're going to become addicted, right? Because then you're going to start using it just so you don't feel bad. Now you don't even feel good. Now you're using drugs just to not feel bad, which is like. Speaking of that, I'll tell you what never makes me feel bad: nicotine. <laughs> yeah, I've, nicotine's a great drug, actually. I I actually I think nicotine's a conspiracy. Nicotine's not that bad for you by itself. Tobacco is very bad for you. Yes, but the smoking vape, vaping process. vaping is a little less bad for you than t- 
tobacco. I think but it's a lot less bad for you. Nicotine by itself, well, it, it might be a lot. It's probably a lot less bad for you. I definitely feel like when I smoke cigarettes for like a month or two um, back at Mohawk, um, I felt so much worse than vaping. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's all that carbon you're taking into your lungs, mm. you know? Um I'm sure, I mean, I know there's, I don't know any of the chemical names, you know, but there's probably like acrylamides and stuff like that. From oh, there's burning. over like a thousand chemicals in cigarette smoke. Yeah. But nicotine by itself isn't, isn't uh, that bad for you? No, it's actually, <coughs> actually they think that nicotine really isn't the addictive part of smoking cigarettes. It's all the other thousands of chemicals, you know? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty hardcore addicted to vaping and there's only nicotine and, um, what's it called? PG oil. Yeah. Probably, probably part of that is probably just a process addiction too, because it's something to go to, yeah. you know, but nicotine, well, ni- nicotine does, is definitely addictive. It but, is. But I mean, do you think it's more addictive than say caffeine? Oh yeah. You think so? Well, I quit, I quit drinking caffeine and, um, at the beginning of this year. Oh, you did. That's and why it, you didn't want a coffee when I said I was going to bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Well, so, well, we'll talk about that after I want to know why you quit because this is half calf. This is a small half calf. I really yeah. cut back on how much I drink. Yeah. Caffeine just, it's, well, I was dealing with some like issues of anxiety and, Same. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Caffeine, caffeine amplifies your anxiety. Definitely. It, 100%. It yeah. amplifies nicotine will too. Um, nicotine does too. Yeah. So by, by definition, that's how stimulants work, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's a, it's like, it's like a curve, right? So on one end you have boredom, right? And in the middle of that curve, you have stimulation and beyond that you have anxiety. So by definition, stimulants cause anxiety. So they, they do that by increasing norepinephrine, epinephrine, right? Um, so it's like you drink coffee, you get anxious, yes, but you also get more alert. That's the price for being more alert is anxiety. Yeah. Because it increases all of those, all those chemicals that make you alert also bring on anxiety. So that's why beta blockers make you calm. You know, propanolol blocks, uh, you know, adrenergic hormones. Benzos. <laughs> Yeah, how do how do benzos work? Um, well, there's it's GABA, a, right? GABA, yeah. They uh, they increase GABA basically, which mm. is the same thing that al- primarily um, alcohol does, increasing GABA. Alcohol also cr- increases dopamine. Increases dopamine. I think it increases serotonin too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But um, the primary reason that people go through alcohol withdrawal is because of uh, GABA starvation. Really? Yeah. Man, that's why they get seizures. Yeah, GABA is one of those. It's one of those weird ones. Like, there's not a lot of drugs that affect it, right? Just basically Xanax, benzos, um, alcohol, gabapentin. Eh, I don't think there's that many else besides those. Yeah, because it's such like a like a uh, addictive thing to increase your GABA. Really. Yeah, like yeah, I don't, I don't know much about that. That's why if you if you are like addicted to benzos or alcohol and you just stop, you get all those terrible symptoms and like anxiety and stuff. Because hmm. you don't have any, your brain isn't making any GABA. Now, what are the what are the other ones? There's 
so benzos are like your Xanaxes and your any Xanax, your yeah. anything Azepam. Yeah. Right. Um, Out of van. Yeah. So what are the other ones? I forget. I always got. I used to get uh, benzodiazepines confused with another group of drugs. What which group are you talking oh, about? Oh man, they they all they're also sedating. I think. What is Ativan? That's benzo. <laughs> and then what is what is what's ah oh, man? Haldol is an antipsychotic, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> what is Valium? That's a benzo. It's a benzo. It's a barbiturate is what I'm thinking of. Barbiturate, yeah. They don't use, they don't really use barbiturates anymore because there's such a potential for overdose. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, It's like, that's like the last thing they would use. Do you know how those work? Barbiturates? Barbiturates? Yeah, that's a good thing to look up. I actually um, was like looking at this a couple weeks ago. Barbs, right? <laughs> you know what they go? You got some barbs, dude. Mechanism of action. You never hear that. <laughs> dude, got what you need, dude. Got some barbs, dude. Oh, it, it stimulates the GABA system. It does. Oh. Yeah, so. So maybe that's like the first generation of, of um, those GABA type drugs and then benzos were the next variation yeah and it's it's just crazy i think neurotransmitters are pretty crazy in the way they affect your mood and your oh yeah your whole life <laughs> yeah i mean i take a lot of supplements trying to mitigate you know um you know anxiety and i, I just want to feel good without drugs really you know but i see the the benefit of drugs so yeah. caffeine that's why i still incorporate it i don't drink like completely decaf coffee because there's benefits, beta oxidation of fat and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, stimulants boost your metabolism a tiny bit, not, not anything significant, but yeah. caffeine is actually the most uh, commonly abused drug in the world. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I think people, a lot of their anxiety actually comes from, uh, caffeine and they don't know it. A lot of mine came from caffeine. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's, you know, now hospitals are asking, they're doing caffeine screenings, you know, on intake mm. with patients. Um, and I think that psychiatrists should mm. analyze how much caffeine somebody's drinking before they just go start and start prescribing medications to them. You know, they should, they should do a caffeine screening on their patients. Yeah, I don't know. I went to a psychiatrist and I mentioned um, the thing about the caffeine and they, she didn't really seem to care. No, but it's, <laughs> it's okay. You're taking, I agree that, should, that I agree that they should though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're taking an undosed medication. Yeah. This is a medication. It's a psychotropic medication. Oh, any drug is yeah, medication. Right. So, you know, what's the dose in this cup of coffee? In a half calf. Yeah. In a small. I actually used to work at Starbucks. So, um, a small half calf probably has 50 milligrams of caffeine. All right. So, say tomorrow I drink um, two of these. Yeah. It's 100, right? 100 milligrams. That's pretty low, right? For a daily intake of caffeine. Yeah. Right. So, I think the, um, the addiction is the addiction threshold is uh, over 200 milligrams per day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, dude, some of these monster energy drinks have what? Like, don't well, they have like close to in, a gram? Some yeah, of them? Oh, they could, maybe. That That's a lot, but I think um, the like the addiction threshold is the point at which you'll get addicted to it if you drink 
200 milligrams a day. Wow. Yeah, so, I, I didn't even know that that which was Which is, thing. Which is like a medium-sized regular coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I definitely have had a minor addiction. Oh, I had major a major addiction. <laughs> I had a major addiction to caffeine. I was you know, slamming Red Bulls when we worked at Mohawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, I think it does uh, a lot of other terrible things that, you know, medicine hasn't caught up with. Um, I think it depletes a lot of B vitamins, depletes a lot of your magnesium reserves. Um, I mean, it's, it's a diuretic one. Yeah. So it's like when you're losing water from your body, you're also taking a lot of minerals with it. I think it depletes your inositol, which is vitamin B8, um, which is very important for like uh, autoimmunity and stuff like that. So, so yeah. So basically caffeine just um, removes, I think, adenosine or something like that receptors. Um, which I, f- I forgot what the chemical is. It, they cause you to be tired. And the caffeine just blocks those receptors so that you can't feel tired. Yeah. So essentially, you're still tired and you need sleep, but you can't feel it. Um, and that's where the anxiety comes from. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's there has to be a downstream effect because it also increases your adrenaline. Right? Yeah, it so, increases heart rate. Yeah, that, that's what it's doing. Like, you know. Any increase uh, in heart rate causes anxiety too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, because... I mean that that that's the drug they give in um you know in the hospital they give adenosine, right? No, I don't think it was. I said the wrong thing. It was no, adenosine. No, it is adenosine. Oh, for I meant for caffeine. Yeah, that's what they get for uh, SVT, right? They yeah, put adenosine yeah. in it. It all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stops your heart temporarily. Yeah, yeah. Oh, caffeine acts by blocking binding of adenosine. I was right. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. So. All right, so adenosine, which oh, so yeah, that's right. So adenosine, it'll slow things down. So if you block that, it speeds things up, mm. right? But I, I don't know what the connection is between the the blockade of the adenosine receptors and how it affects adrenaline downstream. I mean, I know that you have the the effects of adrenaline on the heart. You know what I mean? So that'll increase your heart rate and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. Regardless, uh, there, there's good things about caffeine, right? So, like I said, burning fat, beta oxidation, right? Because adrenaline burns fat. Yeah, it's just like everything else. It's it's good at in moderation at low doses. Yeah. But it's like 90% of the people just get addicted to caffeine or nicotine or alcohol. Yeah. But <laughs> even marijuana. Yeah, I mean, I... <clears throat> Is marijuana really addictive though? Uh, I, went, <laughs> I actually went through <laughs> weed withdrawals when I quit like Did you really? a few weeks ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, what was that like? Um, it was like anytime I ate something, I would just want to throw up. And, really? Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Man, I'd like to know what system of the body that's working on. Uh, it's working on, it's, I forgot which neurotransmitters. Did you get depressed? Uh, not, not too much. Not too much? No. <laughs> Cause I know, um, I was listening to this one doctor online and he was talking about this drug that, that blocks, um, the endocannabinoid system in the body. Yeah. Um, so it, it makes your appetite go away, but it also makes you extremely depressed. 
Oh, right. So if you, if you don't have that, like, so, so anyway, back to the drug thing, right? Yeah. Your body's going to compensate for anything that you're doing on a regular basis, right? Mm. So if you're bringing in caffeine every day, you're drinking 500 milligrams of caffeine, your body's going to start down regulating processes that you're over amplifying with the caffeine. Yeah. Right? That's, that's right. how, um, yeah, like that's how most drugs like, uh, alcohol and THC work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, THC can affect neurotransmitters, norepinephrine and dopamine. Um, and also uh, like have a l- little effect on serotonin and GABA. Hmm. So. And so I kind of just, it's kind of like a milieu. It just affects everything. I mean, dopamine's like the the strongest like neurotransmitter, like the strongest feeling that you can have from really? a drug or something. Really? Because you know, like that good, you know, like that good feeling, like you get when you're like when you're like drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or like, or you smoke or something. That's just dopamine. Hmm. So it, serotonin isn't as powerful as that. Serotonin is more like a. Like your mood rather than, than like that reward feeling Mm. like, like orgasms are like all dopamine. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oxytocin too, right? Oxytocin. Yeah. But that's just, that's just what makes you tired. Yeah. I, um, I take, I take, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the reward system is based on dopamine like when you eat or something Mm. that's how that's what drives animals to eat is the release of dopamine huh so then when you're when you're already stimulated right you don't really want to eat just like when you take stimulants drink coffee you know you're not really hungry because you're already being stimulated yeah i mean if there's a if you're already being rewarded like I mean, you still get hungry when you're drinking, but that's more of like a biological reaction rather than you don't like eat for the reward. You just eat because you're hungry. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, this this stuff isn't really conspiracy talk, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's nevertheless, a, it's interesting. This is kind of an everything catch-all podcast, yeah. you know, yeah. talk about anything. You got it. You got any conspiracies you want to talk about? Dude, I... I got to go hard on this China thing <laughs> okay? because it's, they're coming for us and they're, they're here right now. Actually, they're in this room <laughs> with us. They're listening to this podcast. You say the word China and they, they chime in. Why, why China, not Russia? China has entered the chat. Um, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think the Russians care that much about us. Russia wants to do its own thing, right? They're not going to fight us. They don't want to fight us. Um, but China wants to take us out. I think, uh, China's gearing up to pull Russia and invade Taiwan, right? Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) If that happens, it's going to be like, I mean, Russia invaded Ukraine and we didn't do shit about it. Look, here's how you don't get drafted into that nonsense. (laughs) Eat a lot of food, play a lot of video games, get really overweight. (laughs) Don't get drafted. (laughs) I don't don't think you can get drafted if you're under, um, 26. Oh, I think they, over over 26. I think they draft up to 35, 35, 35. Yeah. Look that up. Let's see. I think the priority is, um, draft ages. 
will start calling registered men ages 18 to, through 25 for duty. Men will be called in sequence uh, depending on the random lottery number and year of birth. Can you be drafted at age 35? Huh. What does it say? I don't know. It doesn't really give me a straight answer. Once you're 26, you're exempt from being drafted. Um, but if there's like a war, they can change it basically. So as it is right now, it's 18 to 25. But if there was like a major war, they could extend the draft age. Basically. Huh. Man, I really thought that I thought it was up to 35. Well, how old are you? 27. So you're safe. Yeah, you're good. Well, for but now, they might say if we get into World War three, I'm not safe. Shoot <laughs> you to the front lines. Yeah. Have you taken care of soldiers? As a nurse, yeah. get a cool uniform though. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So, <laughs> let's, man, I've been having a lot of war dreams too, which yeah. is kind of, yeah, I have been, um, man, that's not a, it's not a road we want to go down, but do you think it's ev- inevitable? What war? Yeah. World war three. Yeah. I think it is, but I think if world war three ever, uh, ever happened, there would be like a nuclear destruction of the planet. So I don't think it will get to that point. Um, but I don't think it will get to like nuclear war because that's like mutually assured destruction, but it may be come to a point where we are fighting like Russia, China, North Korea all at once. What, um, did you see that quote from Vladimir Putin? Which one? About, um, they said, oh, if there's nuclear war, then we'll both be obliterated. And he said, well, at least we'll go to heaven and they'll go to hell. Something <laughs> like that. Let me see. Yeah, he's just kind of playing it up, but <laughs> I think. Let me see if I can find this quote. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. I think if he feels threatened, like, can you imagine if Hitler had nuclear uh, weapons? Like, if Hitler... On oh, his last day in Berlin, if when Berlin was being invaded, he would just send the fucking nuclear uh, launch codes. Oh, if if the Germans had nuclear weapons, which they were very close to having them, because they 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 had they just didn't put the pieces together. They had all the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, and we stopped that before they put the puzzle together. Because I mean, Albert Einstein. If we didn't have Albert Einstein, we wouldn't have nuclear weapons, right? Yeah. yeah. So. They, they, they were putting the puzzle together and we busted down the door and stopped that. Well, I'm, I'm saying if we fight a war with Russia or North Korea or China, before they surrender, they're just going to blow up everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Hitler would have done if he had the capability of doing so. You're saying Russia would do that? Yeah. I don't think they want that. I don't think anybody... I actually think that if there was a World War Three, it would happen... Without nuclear weapons. Well, well, yeah. Um, not Russia as like a whole, but maybe just Putin. Or definitely Kim Jong-un, if he ever like was close to being defeated and he had the option of just using the nuclear nuclear option, then I think he would take it. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about North Korea at all. Well, I mean, I don't think they have very powerful nuclear weapons, but they yeah. still have them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, um, dude, they're flying fighter jets from the 60s. They're, we're on, what, eighth generation fighters that we know about. 
ninth gen, 12th? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't it follow the iPhone? No. What <laughs> <laughs> was the iPhone around in the 40s? <laughs> <laughs> what generation fighter jet <laughs> is, what is the latest one, the F-35? Um, I don't know. I just know F-18 from Flight Flight Sim. Fifth generation? Fifth generation. So what are we working on? Sixth? Let me see what the highest level. What? So it's like video games, just consoles. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's closer <laughs> to um, PlayStation. No. <laughs> what generation fighter jet are we on? Um, I think sixth is what it's saying. F-22 is fifth. F-35 is fifth. Um, I mean, regardless, we have... We have things that are beyond fighter jets. Yeah. Fight, fighter jets are old tech. Um, but uh, yeah, North Korea, they're using first generation fighters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> they're using old uh, Soviet Soviet uh, equipment. Basically. They're using the, the first jet engine from the 1950s. Mm. Uh, so if we type in, what was it? North Korea fighter jets. Look at how old these things are. Ancient. Like from the 40s, right? I, I think it's like 50s. 50s, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so old that it's comical. But I don't think they're that much of a threat. We just can't. I think that if we attacked North Korea, Russia and China would join in on World War Three. <laughs> yeah, here's the J6. That's what they use. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like playing Battlefield 1. <laughs> yeah, this is like, this is just a little bit after uh, World War One mm. is when these planes came out. Oh, so now they have MiG-29s, which is still, but this is the primary uh, aircraft that they use is that one on the bottom. Oh. I, I, could, I could build that in my basement. <laughs> that's how old that tech is i gotta order the parts to build that plane on ebay <laughs> so what's your deal with uh china dude they china china wants us gone yeah they they want us out of the running as the leader of the free world right as i think, as I think russia dog. does too I don't think Russia cares as much. I think really? Russia wants, I think they want to do their own thing. Mm. I don't think they want blood like China wants blood. Right. And I don't think that it's a, they, they want blood. They want to dominate the United States. Yeah. Right? And I don't think they're going to be able to do it, but I think the potential is there. I, I hope in my heart that they can't do it. Right. Because the way we operate in this country is we do some stupid stuff. Right. Sometimes, you know, we do dominating stuff like Iraq, Afghanistan, but this country also has a lot of love, right? Mm. There's that in China, it, it is the government has the final say, right? Yeah. There, you can't go against the government. In, yeah. Like when they uh, locked all those people up in, uh, what's that city in China? That, con- that city that was on a lockdown a couple months ago because of uh, all the COVID cases and they were locking people in their apartments without any food and they just starved to death. Really? Yeah, I didn't hear about that. No. Oh, yeah. They um, they had a lockdown. So many people had COVID and they had, like, it was like a, um, what's it called? 
a curfew or something like that, but you couldn't, it was like a 24 seven curfew. Oh my God. So if you went outside, you'd get arrested and put in jail. (laughs) And, um, the people like, there's this video of people like in their apartment buildings, like shouting out the window to each other, like asking people for food in the other apartment buildings. It's kind of (laughs) creepy. Oh my God. That see that, that stuff is it Wuhan? What what, kind, what city was that? Was it Wuhan, China city? Lockdown. See that stuff just it doesn't happen here. Yeah, yeah, it's Wuhan the the Damn. one that the the pandemic started in. Wow. There was like um, there was like American reporters that went there, and they were locked down too. Jesus. It's like that was, that's like a full on total, totalitarian government. Yeah. See, that's why th- that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's why they'll never they'll never take the U.S. out. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I hope they can't. All right. I'm saying that from a place where I'm trying to be positive that it can't be done, but it might it <laughs> might it might happen one day. It's a possibility because. What makes the United States so awesome, right, is we have we have a little piece of every race, right? And whether you like it or not, different races are good at different things, okay? That's just how it works. That's biology, okay? So we have the best of everything, all right? The best parts, just like, you know, uh, well, you're, you're Irish, right? Yeah. I'm Irish. Let's use that as an example. You don't like the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I don't like them. I didn't say I, I am Irish. I, I have a podcast that says otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to bury that one. Um, <laughs> no, I, look, all right. The Irish are very good at procreating. They do that. Um, no, I'm not going to harp on the Irish. Uh, they just, they, they're not innovators, right? Mm. They're, they're, ju- they're just not, okay? It's plain as day that the Irish do not innovate, but the Irish are responsible for all of our music. You know what I mean? They're they're artistic, not all of our music, but a lot of our music. So look at every country music artist's last name is Irish, right? Um, They're hard workers, you know, they're, they're very tribal. They, they love their people. Your opinion has really changed on the Irish. (laughs) Well, no, I look, they, what, what companies are, oh yeah, that's an Irish aerospace company. It doesn't exist. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's not their forte. Different races are good at different things. And you know, maybe that's not a good thing to say. I don't know, but that's what I believe. I and know. I'm, I'm just picking on my own people, right? I think they invented the syringe. We'll give them that. Okay. <laughs> the, okay. Somebody's going to invent that eventually because it's not that complicated. Okay. I got to find a way to push this drug into a vein. Hmm, <laughs> what could I use? <laughs> you know? It's like, I, I think a lot of people could have invented that, but I'm just saying their forte is the arts. The Irish are, what would we do without Irish art? You know, without Irish music, it's, it's just, that's what they're good at. Okay. So the thing is, is that we have in this country, we have a little bit of that good thing about every, every culture. I shouldn't say race because everybody's different, right? But every culture, we have the best parts of every culture. You look at Indian people and how they, 
like they're they're so serious about education, right? Like it feels like the vibe I get is from like Indian culture. If you're not educated, you're like nothing, right? Yeah. So yeah. they they that's like a prized thing in their culture, and we have that. You know what I mean? You see a lot of corporations have like some of the smartest people are Indian people because yeah. they just they prize that education. Um, but we have the best of everything in this country, you know, and we're not homogenized. And that's what makes America amazing, right? Yeah. So uh, other countries like China, they're largely homogenized, you know? They're, I mean, they're so homogenized that if you see a white person that speaks Chinese, it's like they're their minds are blown. They're mm. like, this is a white person speaking fluent Chinese. This doesn't, <laughs> you know, but whereas here, if you see a Chinese perking person, perking person speaking fluent English, it's like, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. I was actually, I was thinking about that. So recently. Uh, being that we're unhomogenized, mm. that's, that is this country's greatest asset. And they know that, right? Mm. Because that's why we're unbeatable because we have, the best aspects of everybody, all right? Different perspectives from different angles. So, you know, where, where was I going with this? I don't, I don't know. All right. <laughs> <Do you laughs> so think? We, so we're, we're unhomogenized. They're super homogenized. So they just, they have one way that they think, largely, you know? So I don't see how you get to the top thinking like that. You know what I mean? Well, they're also controlled by... A totalitarian government yeah so do you think if russia attacks um taiwan biden will do any military action man you know i don't think it's going to happen for a while no no i don't mm -hmm. i think i think that it would be it would be too difficult see China relies on the U S and the U S relies on China. Right. We're like, we're like Siamese twins that want to fight each other. Yeah. You know, we're like, we're connected. So their money depends on us. Our money depends on them. Yeah. Cause there's so much trade between the countries. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think right now that it would be the right time to do that, but they do want Taiwan. Right? Eventually. I mean, within 10 years or they're building the plan to do it. Just like Russia did with Ukraine. Make no mistake, they're they're building the plans. Yeah. Right. But China's in it for the long haul. This is I I mean, it's gonna happen in our lifetime. They're gonna try and take it, right? Yeah. So are they entitled to it? I don't know the history on it. I'm not sure. <laughs> but um Well, basically there was the communists back in after the Russian Revolution. Um, the Communist Party in China um, had a war with the, what do you call it, like the the non-communists, like the Republic, Republicans or Democrats or something like that. And um, the Communists won and the other people fled to Taiwan and they both claimed that they controlled all of China. Um, so that's why like China claims, still claims Taiwan and doesn't recognize it as a country and oh. why like Taiwan claims all of China. Oh, I see. Huh. So it's kind of like, um, it kind of be like if the Republicans and the Democrats fought. Yeah. This was between, this was between communists and non-communists. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Um, yeah. 
The thing with China, though, is that eventually they do want to be on top. Yeah. And it's it's coming. So, and right now, they have mechanisms in place, uh, and they have plans how they're going to do that. So, they're going to attack from all angles, right? And they're probably already attacking in minor ways. So, I think the past pandemic that we can't say the name of, right? What, what? happened? <laughs> Why can't we say it? It's not allowed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that was the initial step. That was a flex uh, to show the world what they're capable of. You think COVID was a... Yeah, 100%. <laughs> there's, there's no... Biological attack. Yeah, because yeah, look at the sanctions that Trump put on them. And then what did it come out two months later? I don't think Trump really started to restrict travel until it was too late. Well, not travel, but he put, he put um, tariffs on China, mm. right? And Chinese goods. So, right? That's what they're called as tariffs. Yeah. Yeah. So he put tariffs on China. And if you look up the, the timeline, it, it wasn't but two months later, we had uh, this virus that came out, came out of China. Oh, really? Right? At, <laughs> at a wet market. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, so that was what I believe. That was China's first muscular flex. They said, you want to fuck with us. This is what you're going to get. But so many of their own people died. Well, they don't care. Kind of like 9-11, I yeah, guess. That, that's how much they don't care. <laughs> they said they're they're just collateral damage. We do not care. Do you want to mess with us? You know how much population they have? They have so much population in China. Yeah, they have over a billion. That they, What was that? In the 90s, 2000s, that they were still killing children if they came out girls? Mm. Well, there right? was a, a law that you couldn't have more than one one uh, child because their population was so they don't care about losing population that's the last thing they care about so i mean when we were fighting people want to say america's america sucks right it in the um was it the the civil war right while we were fighting a war over slaves right to free slaves they were still drowning babies in buckets right? Oh, this one's a girl drowning in a bucket. <laughs> that was commonplace. Well, we're fighting a war to end slavery. So, all right, every country is going to go through an evolution where things go from suck to better, right? And while America was trying to free slaves, that was okay there. That was common practice. That's how far behind they are. That was mm-hmm. what, 1850s? Yeah. 1850, you could drown a baby in a bucket in China. Well, 18, during slavery, uh, America was one of, one of the only countries that saw slavery. Like, Say that again? During the 1800, in the 1850s, America was one of the last countries that still had slavery. All right. So, you know, we were a little late to the game, but we weren't drowning babies in buckets. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, <laughs> it's like barbaric. I, it, I would say slavery is pretty barbaric too, but it is barbaric. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not drowning a baby in a bucket. Yeah. That's just like, where do you put it? What do you, do you, you just throw it in a pile? What do you do? You know, <laughs> it's like you drown. Okay. Now I drown the baby. Now what? You know, Yeah. it's like, maybe I probably think about running away to another country before I drown a baby in a bucket. Probably be <laughs> like, maybe this isn't a good place to live, you know? <laughs> so Yeah. So that, that was that was China's first flex, you know. Their first flex was um, what the the pandemic. Uh, that, that was their first their first move. One of the first rumblings, so to speak. One of it, it's kind of like 
before an earthquake, you know, the yeah. ground starts to move a little bit, mm. you know, it's not a full earthquake, but it's just a little, just a little rumble. Like, Oh, what was that? <laughs> right. They are gearing yeah. up. Yeah, that was that was their first flex. I think so, um, Russia and China, and North Korea are all kind of conspiring with one another. Oh yeah, without it, I mean they have to though. Yeah. You know they have to because you know NATO is conspired against them. So yeah. you got to have buddies. Yeah. You know, so I mean even if your buddies are um, North Korea, I mean that they're <laughs> like. It's like you got Russia, China, and then the third wheel. <laughs> you know? It's like you can be in the group because you got people, you know, like, but that's the only reason, you know, I mean, but China uses, I guess, North Korea for a lot of their slave labor, Oh, you know, so that's, you can't, you can't fuck with North Korea because they're part of China, you know, Essentially, so yeah. yeah, they're, they're just like, we have China for our cheap labor. China has North Korea for their cheap labor. Oh. <laughs> so, and then that's the end of the line. I don't think it gets cheaper than that. South so, Korea is like our, our North Korea to China. Yeah, man. What a difference. <laughs> it's like being westernized is so much more fun. You know? <laughs> You're not chained together through your clavicles, beating on railroad ties, like I said. I definitely think these countries give like a bad name to socialism. Like the communist country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, they're not really following what socialism is about. So no. I think that's why it gets a bad rap. No, that's like socialism. It's communist. It's yeah. It's totalitarianism yeah. under the guise of socialism. Yeah. I mean, you know, socialism, we need it. We, you know, like my, my dad was on disability growing up and he got a very small amount of money for being on disability while my mom was working. And that's socialism. I think because socialism works, it makes people kind of abuse the the system to the people that are in power, um, kind of abuse socialism to gain more power and do whatever they want with it. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what humans ultimately want. Yeah. They want power. Just like, um, just like politicians these days abuse the system to become in power and get um, like corporations, what they want stuff like that. Yeah. I think, excuse me. I think a lot of these, um, these politicians are, they're not even politicians. They're just made for corporations. Mm -hmm. Like these corporations built a person. It's like the million dollar man. <laughs> they're like, they built these people from scratch. You yeah. know, I mean, all of, um, all of politicians, political stances are, paid for by lobbying yeah by someone <laughs> i mean so you know you see you see a politician right like you name a known politician joe Biden. <laughs> besides him you know he's like i uh, like fucking, marco rubio yeah i don't know who you even what side is he on he's a republican he's a republican all right so take him as an example that's probably a guy that some corporations got together and built to make a politician. Well, I think, uh, I think corporations built the Republican party and the democratic party as a whole. So like they follow each follow what they want. Basically. You think that they were, they were both built by corporations. Yeah. They're like a combinate, not a single corporation, but the ideas of like, tax breaks uh for corporations and all their 
like say like the NRA, um, the NRA gun companies and the NRA want, where was I going with this? <laughs> How corporations built Republicans and Democrats. Oh yeah. So like they're basically paying them to get whatever they want so that they can make money. So like tax breaks for the rich and corporations. Um, if you're like a big corporation, you would want Republicans in power, right? Um, I, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. no. Because look at what are all these tech companies? They're all, who do they favor? Yeah, and I'm saying that both parties are essentially the same thing, even though they're operating on different platforms and have some different views. Like, Democrats are trying to be liberal, and Republicans are trying to be conservative, but they're both kind of working for corporations. I think they definitely are. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know that they built those parties, but, I mean, could you? They built the policy of what they want to do to get money for the parties. So do you think that, do you think that corporations could have any chokehold on this country if we didn't have those parties? Uh, what do you mean? Like, do you think that they could make any progress lobbying if we didn't have political parties? Probably not. I mean, if we still had politicians that they could influence in a way, corporations are always going to influence political parties in a, system that we have like a democratic system um not so much in like china because they're like communist um but in a capitalist system all the corporations are going to influence the government definitely exactly like in china there's no way that corporations are going to influence the government i don't think do corporations even exist in china yeah, and the government, the government has... The government controls the... Cor- the they have to be part of yeah. Yeah, every corporation. <laughs> like in China, the government controls corporations, but in America, corporations control the government. Exactly. Yeah. Which is better. Which is a better system. It is not better. It is equally as bad. <laughs> you think so? It, it might be a little worse. Taft corporations control the government? Yes. <laughs> Man, I don't because know. Because which don't is know. worse, corporations or government? Mm. Like bad government. Like is China, is, would you rather have China's government be in power or would you rather have corporations be in power? That's a conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> I what I want is, is the people to be in power. Yeah. That's why we, just, we should just have but, a purely democratic but, system. But there's that one in 10 people that can't do anything without being counterproductive. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that you want all the people in power, you know, you want the, well, the people in collective have a power. Like everybody has a vote, a say in the matter. But do you want those one in 10 people to have a vote? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) they already do when they're voting for Trump. So (laughs) yeah, man, we, we need to talk about this China thing a little more, though. Yeah. In depth. How, look, when they decide to pull the trigger on this, okay, they're, they're putting the mechanisms in place. They're already, they can spy on everything we do, all right, because they've got a stake in every company in China. So all our electronics are made in China. This, this iPhone right here, made in China, right? Yeah. <laughs> they've got back doors, all right, to get in. They've got all the tech for this phone, right? So from an espionage point of view, uh, having 
having access to information, they've got it on lockdown. Mm. They've got everything, all right? Controlled from all angles, all your devices. How many things that you own, how many electronic devices do you have in your house that ha- have a microphone on them? A lot, yeah. A lot. Especially Alexa, who listens to everything that you say. Where is that? You should find out where that's made. It's probably made in China. Oh, where is Alexa? <laughs> okay. Where is Echo Dot made? The Oh, <laughs> it is made at the Hengyang Foxconn plant. In of course the, it is. <laughs> in <Yep>. China. <laughs> and that's, that's how many how many houses have those? Uh, a lot, of, a lot of them have now. My parents just got one. <laughs> so, so they're listening to everything. Make no mistake, there is a back door in that Alexa. All right, what is yours called? The Echo. Echo Dot. There's yeah. a back door. All right, that some guy in China can just go on a computer and listen to everything that's going on in your house, everything. But that's that's not enough for them. No. All right. No. You know what I think we should do. What? We should have a segment where we talk to Alexa. I think that's a great. I think we should do that today. All right, let's do it. All right. We'll, we'll take a short break here. Okay. And then oh, we're well. going to talk some more about China. We'll talk about Alexa and China. Okay. We'll talk to Alexa about China. Definitely. <laughs> All right. We're back with uh, a special guest. Hello, Alexa. Hello. Hello. Did you know there are almost 18 million birthdays every day? That's a lot of candles. Hey, and hey. Alexa, the TMI. Hey, shut up. <laughs> from Spotify. Alexa, stop. What like, song is that? I don't know. TMI, I guess. Oh. <laughs> well, Alexa seems to be, she seems to have uh, some tall poppy syndrome. You know yeah. what that is? Some no. like look at me-ism. Oh. Like <laughs> she's spouting off facts. Like she's so special. Yeah. Alexa, do you work for the government? No, I work for Amazon. Does Amazon work for the Chinese government? You got to say Alexa before. Hey, Alexa. Is Amazon owned by the Chinese government? Hmm. I don't know that. I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> Alexa, do you work for the CIA? No, I work for Amazon. Mm, sounds like something someone yeah. who works for the CIA would say. Alexa, where were you made? I was created by Amazon, which is based in Seattle, Washington, in the United States. <laughs> where, uh, let me see if it says that on the bottom of the it probably doesn't. Alexa, were you made in China? I was created by Amazon, which is based in Seattle, Washington. Yeah, okay. She's dodging the question. She's just like a she's just like a politician I, with her I, answers. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Man. Hey Alexa. Will China take over the world? Here's something I found on the web. According to audible.co.uk, according to even the most conservative estimates, China will overtake the United States as the world's largest economy by 2027 and will ascend to the position of world economic leader by 2050. (laughs) That was creepy. That was very creepy. (laughs) According to who? 
<laughs> hey Alexa, according to who? <laughs> she doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, did, what did she say? She said that by 2027, uh, um, China will be like a superpower economically, and by 2050, they'll be the le- the economic leader of the world. That sounds like something that China would want everybody to believe. Yeah. You know? So, look, there. we'll think of some more things to ask Alexa on this topic, but not... Not now. Stop lighting up. <laughs> but that was that was definitely creepy. Um, they're gonna they're gonna do this from all angles. They're gonna attack our education system, right? They're gonna attack our food supply. Um, they're gonna attack our money, right? Our financial system. They're trying to create their own currency right now, their own digital currency. Mm. Um, it, it's just gonna be it's gonna be from all angles. Um, I think if I, if I were going to do it, right, like if, if this was, if I was in charge, like say I was Chinese and I was in charge of taking out our enemy from the bottom up, I would definitely start poisoning the food supply and just dumbing down the nation. Mm. And I, I think that, I think they are doing that. They do. Um, but the also, also the thing is, is I've read about like the Chinese, their food supply is really tainted for their own country, mm. right? It's really not good. Well, I mean, they got COVID from bats. So, <laughs> so they say yeah. <laughs> from, from bats, right? Well, I mean, they might have injected the bat with COVID, but <laughs> I think it came from a laboratory. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with a wet market, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're uh, you know, the this thing, it's something that not a lot of people know about, uh, like phthalates right? It's a chemical in plastics. Mm. So a lot of things that you know how I feel about plastic. How do you feel about plastic? I don't care about plastic. Oh, I mean, I, I, (laughs) I used to care a lot about plastic. Yeah. You used to. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't give a shit about plastic. So you mean like, (coughs) like as far as recycling stuff? Yeah. 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 Um, see, I care about it for the hormonal effects, you know, Mm. because like I want to keep my testosterone up, you know, and a lot of the chemicals in plastic are estrogenic. Um, so you can tell how bad they are basically by this recycling symbol right there. Yeah. You know what I hate is when they banned plastic bags. Like that's been the biggest pain in the ass of my life. I, I <laughs> all right. So this is a New York state thing. Right? Yeah. I reuse those bags for everything. I used to save them and use them over Me and too. over again. Me too. Now I take the paper bag and I throw it in the garbage yeah. as soon as I get home. Or I forget my bags at home, my reusable ones, and I buy new ones at the store, which are oh. made of plastic. Yeah, I just forget my bags and then put everything in my trunk and not a bag. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, dude, it's just so stupid. But I, I will say that you don't see bags floating down the street anymore. You know what I mean? It, it has cleaned that up. You used to see bags everywhere, you know, plastic bags. So, and they get caught by the wind. And so, you know, in that regard, I understand it, but I used to reuse those things all the time. A lot of people didn't, but what they should have done is maybe a bag deposit. Yeah. That would have been a lot better. You take those plastic bags, they have a barcode on them, you bring them back. So if you find them on the street, they're worth 25 cents. Yeah. You know, and then you return them. Yeah. Like what's so hard about that? Like uh, cans, I guess. Yeah. Plastic cans. Plastic bag deposit. 
like not they each have an individual barcode that's printed on them when they're made so you know it's a real there was a real deposit paid for it yeah like yeah. that wouldn't have been that hard but anyway back to the juicy stuff <laughs> right, back to the conspiracies so i i don't think i don't think china's going to take over in the next 10 years right and i don't think that's going to happen well she was next saying five years maybe the next 10 yeah she was just saying economically yeah but not like militarily yeah but like i said the things that they're going to do in the background okay they, one of their generals wrote a book on um, taking taking out your enemy by unconventional means, mm. right? So biological warfare, you know, attacking the financial system, attacking the food supply. Um, but, you know, we're probably being an, attacked in ways we don't even know. Like, like I said before with the plastics, right? Testosterone is a man's will to fight, right? That's it's directly related to dopamine, right? Your testosterone goes up, your dopamine goes up. Dopamine goes up, testosterone goes up. They're linked, right? So if you have a nation of testosterone-depleted individuals, okay, they're not going to have any will to fight. So when the time comes in the near f- future, it's not, not that near. I don't think it's the next five years, maybe the next 10, okay? Um, when the time comes to fight, and you have a testosterone depleted nation, nobody is going to be willing to fight. And okay. why, why are they testosterone depleted? So, um, plastics are estrogenic. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Especially like take this coffee cup, right? This coffee cup is lined with plastic, right? To keep the, the drink. It, I think the outside is uh, paper. Yeah. But it's lined with plastic. You can see it's shiny. Right? Yeah, yeah. So especially when a hot liquid is poured in this cup, it leaches, uh, you know, bisphenols, right? Bisphenol A, bisphenol S, whatever's in it. A lot of things are BPA. Have you ever heard of BPA? Yeah. 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 So a lot of things are BPA free, but mm. they've just replaced that since everybody's catching on to BPS, which is just as bad. And um, then they'll move on to BPF and BPD and BPZ, BP, who knows? So these leach chemicals that lower your testosterone, right? So, you know, it's probably, is it a lot? Probably not. But everything in conjunction right now, this plas- this can, this aluminum can is lined with plastic, right? Probably if it doesn't say BPA-free, it probably has BPA in it, okay? So it's like death by a thousand cuts, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, like radiation poisoning radiation exposure over your lifetime adds up. Yeah. So it, all these little things, although not, not enough to harm you in the short term, like, add up yeah. over time. You know, what, what's your dose of estrogen that you're getting from say, you know, those PVC pipes, right? Mm. You don't use those for drinking. Those are probably for, you know, for, uh, all those go to your furnace, air conditioner, which ones, uh, those white pipes. Oh, those are water or no? Wait, that's a that's the furnace right here. So oh, it's is, a furnace. What does that pipe go to? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of places have switched to drinking out of PVC, right? Yeah. So that's that's what all the IV tubing is made out of 
for medical supplies. Mm. Um, it's terrible. It leaches some of the most chemicals out of anything. And it's actually really, a lot of professionals say that it's not even fit for human consumption out of PVC, mm. right? So um, it, that's that's one way. A lot of the products that come from China are loaded with another, another chemical that affects the endocrine system, phthalates, right? So in astronomical levels, right? So all these people are wondering, like, why do we have autoimmune issues now? Um, what's going on? This didn't used to be a problem, you know? Mm. But like one in, one in 10 people has an autoimmune condition now. Probably that one in 10 that's, you know, incapable of doing anything without being counterproductive. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, one in, one in 10 people have an autoimmune condition. I think it's more than that, actually. That's just one person who has thyroid problems is one in 10, right? Yeah. So if you attack a nation, all right, um, by means like that through chemicals, all right, they would never be able to fight because they, they just wouldn't. Right now, there's so many chemicals that affect us and the government's just like disinterested. Probably wouldn't even realize. Wouldn't even realize. They could put like um, carcinogens in plastic or some stuff like that. Oh, their goods. oh I, carcinogens. I mean, things that probably kill you quicker than that. <clears throat> You yeah. know, that would take time. Um, put COVID in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's that's one way that I think they would definitely they would definitely come at us. The Chinese are putting COVID in your drinks, people. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the next thing. I think I don't even think monkeypox is real. I, think I haven't. I, I playing from old Ironside. Alexa, okay. <laughs> mind your own business. This is an A-B conversation. See your way out of it. You can always say, I have feedback. Alexa, stop. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, of course, Alexa's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Monkey Fox, I haven't even had the patience to read anything about that because, I don't know, it just feels like the next COVID or something. Yeah, it was main. It's mainly gay guys, right? That are getting it. I don't. I don't. I haven't even read anything about it. Yeah. Have you Have you encountered anybody well, who has it? No. Okay. But um, I actually did read it. It's not like a new disease. It's uh, endemic in Africa. Oh. West okay. Africa. So it's not like a new thing. No. Well, why are we talking about it? It's just <laughs> like I don't know, like an old, like an Ebola outbreak or something a few years ago. So like, why is it in the news if it's nobody's? Well, because there's an outbreak in the in America. Oh, okay. It's just like when a uh, when Ebola came over here in 2014, so, and there was an outbreak. Yeah, I I remember that. Yeah, that was like a big deal. But Ebola is like still exists in Africa. It has always existed in Africa. Yeah. Or like, um, yeah, I took a I actually took a class in college about what, what was it called? It was about pandemics. Like a whole mm. class about pandemics. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> what'd you What'd you learn? Uh, just like how they were transmitted and how they're spread and controlled and stuff like that. Like um, what's it called? Dengue fever and yellow fever and Ebola and all those. Actually, we were talking a lot about Ebola because that's a that's about the time I took that class. But yeah, Ebola's <clears throat> it's zoonotic, right? It's a zoonotic virus. Yeah. Spread from, well, so is COVID. COVID is, yeah. Technically, zoonatic. Yeah. 
Man, you know, I was watching this uh, report from, uh, I think it was on Dateline. Mm. Um, it was like from maybe 2005, something like that. And they basically predicted COVID. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They basically said that there's going to be like some bad disease and virologists are really worried about it. And that's what made me think like, oh no, maybe this isn't like a conspiracy, you know? But then that part of my brain that's like, no, it's definitely a conspiracy. Yeah, actually, I think when I was taking that class, they were like, um, we have the means now that of like travel and world connection that any disease that becomes like endemic will become a huge pandemic. Yeah. That was before COVID. So. Yeah, because I mean, airplanes have been around for what? Like 70, 70, 100 years? 100 years, yeah. Yeah, like people actually flying on them regularly. That's relatively new in human existence, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't have that. So they had they had Spanish flu in what, um, 1918? Yeah. Right? So, man, and they, they didn't also, have airplanes yet, and it still spread like wildfire. Well, they also brought smallpox over on boats to America, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But, um... Yeah, what were, what were, how do we get on that about the monkeypox and the? Because China was um, putting things in the in the plastic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's just that's just one of the ways they're going to attack, man. That's one one of the ways. Is Monsanto Chinese? Is that What's a that? is that a Chinese company? It sounds Chinese, doesn't it? No, it's American. I I watched the uh, documentary on them one time in school. Monsanto is um. I forget. So it's like in the Midwest, I think. But doesn't that name sound Chinese? Monsanto. No, it's Monsanto. Oh, Monsanto. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Monsanto. Rock a moment, Monsanto. <laughs> but yeah, Monsanto and the whole genetic engineering of super crops and all that stuff. Yeah, that that is a creepy corporation. We could we me. could actually genetically engineer superhumans. <laughs> yeah, you think we're gonna do that? I don't think there's a motivation to. I mean, we could genetically engineer soldiers, like kind of like they did in um, Star Wars, <laughs> like the clones, stormtroopers. I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, China's going to do it. That's an unethical idea. <laughs> unethical? Why do you think it's unethical? Because you're creating people, you're creating life just to make them soldiers. Yeah, but to protect to protect them, to protect everybody else. Well, they're not robots or human beings. Yeah. But can you imagine not having to figure out what your mission in life was? It was pre programmed for you and you just wake up a soldier. That's kind of like waking up in uh, North Korea. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, being chained together through the clavicle <laughs> beaten on, you know, railroad ties yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's that fine. i mean but you wake up you're indoctrinated you're told you were born to be a soldier and that's all you'll ever be yeah you got a lot of time to not have to worry about what else you're going to do with your life it's already there for you spelled out <laughs> i can't tell oh. if you're being sarcastic i mean man <laughs> that sounds guess, like everything that you were against last time we <laughs> talked about socialism <laughs> i guess i've gone through a little that's bit. like you're like uh what did you say like you wake up in the morning and you look on the tv and see what's for dinner <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess I've gone through a little bit of an existential crisis. Yeah, so trying to figure out meaning in my own life. <laughs> yeah, and what I'm doing. And uh, man, it'd be real nice to just have it spelled out for me, <laughs> so, so I could, you know, just give back to life and figure out what I. I mean, you could always adopt socialism. <laughs> How would that help me? Or communism, not socialism. <laughs> it doesn't fill that that need for purpose, knowing your purpose. Yeah, but having your life spelled out for you doesn't really gain your purpose in life. I mean, if somebody, if I just grew up knowing that it was my job to be a super soldier, <laughs> that's pretty badass. And yeah. I just, I can't wait for my weekly injections of testosterone. You know what I mean? And maybe, I'm just, maybe we should inject, inject uh, soldiers with testosterone now. So we don't, I, th- I absolutely <laughs> think we should. I'm sure the government has a program to do. I mean, that. they do steroids and baseball and sports and stuff. So why can't we, I I'm sure we're doing it. I we? <laughs> I think we have to do it. I think we have to, because I, somewhere, I don't know. somewhere in China. All right. Make no mistake about this. Okay. Somewhere in China. All right. In some base, there are super soldiers that are at least nine or 10 feet tall. Okay. Pumped up with testosterone. (laughs) They have bred these super soldiers. Okay. To to just be, I mean, this is like the biblical Nephilim. Have you ever heard about that? No. These giants in the Bible. Well, they've, I'm sure that they've made them. Okay. Picture a soldier, nine or 10 feet tall. And actually they're so big. I'm sorry. Am I too close to the mic? No, I was just turning my, uh, my, uh, input up. (laughs) Okay. So they're nine or 10 feet tall. They have custom made weapons. All right. Probably that shoot bigger rounds, like 50 caliber. All right. So you can never really shoot like a 50 cal from like, you know, like picture an AR 15 or an M 16 that shoots 50 caliber. All right. That's what these guys have. Okay. Super soldiers. They're just shredded, shredded to the gills. All right. Jacked. (laughs) Just picturing this. <laughs> and they also have to breed women for them to procreate with that are of a normal size because you can't have a 10 foot tall super soldier breeding with a normal five foot tall woman. Okay. It wouldn't work. <laughs> right. It cause issues. She died during childbirth. So they're, they're their own breed of people. Right. Make no mistake about this. They're, they, this has been done. Right. They're doing it right now in clandestine places in China, right? These people cannot leave the base. They're only to leave the base during times of war. That is it. And so what you're going to see in this coming war with China, okay, when they do decide to take us over, all right, we, we may or may not have this in the United States because we're ethical to an extent, to some extent. China, they just do what they think needs to be done to become the dominant world power. You could argue that America does that too. But do you think that they have super soldiers in a clandestine base? I don't think China does either. (laughs) I definitely think they do. I I almost don't think they do. I know they do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can't tell you my sources. (laughs) I, I, I'm not even going to ask your sources. (laughs) Yeah. I can't tell you, but 10 foot tall soldiers. All right. They have 50 caliber handheld weapons. Yeah. All right. They, all they do all day is work out and eat and they're just waiting for war. Yeah. 
This is coming. <laughs> this is good. Imagine a boat full of those guys popping onto your shores. Yeah. Oh, they're killing. They're killing already born babies and selling them to the Chinese. That's what Alex, Alex Jones says. <laughs> says they're doing what? That they're killing already born babies. They're they're performing afterbirth abortions. That's murder. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever listen to his uh, podcast with Joe Rogan? Uh, oh yeah, of course. The one where he's like, look, look, I'm, I'm kind of retarded. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets really mad about <laughs> how, uh, like Congress passed a law or something that allowed them to perform abortions after the child was born. And then like they sell the body parts, to the Chinese on the black market from the baby. I believe it. <laughs> I, I do. I, now you're going to get sued. <laughs> I, I got to believe it. I can't not believe it. You're going to get sued by Sandy Hook victims. You, you think they're not? <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I just don't want to get sued. <laughs> Look, they're not coming after us. Tell me. How, tell me what you really feel. What about the already born babies? Yeah. Do you think you think that that's not being done? I think it's a theory. <laughs> I think it's quite possible. Most yeah. likely probable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. They're turning the frogs gay. That's where I was going at. <laughs> that, that, that's what I was getting at with the, uh, with the estrogen thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're turning us gay with the, um, the plastic. I don't think they're t- turning us gay. I think, they're, I think people are feeding either, us estrogen. I think they're either gay or they're not, but they're definitely, they're trying they're to. They're making us more effeminate. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, because they don't want us to fight back. Mm. So those super soldiers, not to get, not to get back to that, <laughs> but they're they're going to step off those boats, and it's going to be like the beaches of Normandy. Do you think the super soldiers are allowed to have any plastic? No, absolutely, no. absolutely not. They drink out of uh, stainless steel canteens. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but just one of the unconventional means that they're going to use to attack us. So, I mean, I have a supply of rice, you know, for mm. when this happens, I have gas masks ready. You have rice? Was it made in China? <laughs> That's a good question. Because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, do you, are you prepared at all? No. <laughs> I think. Are you for gonna, World War Three? Yeah. No. <laughs> are you, are you going to prep? I don't. It depends. Uh, depends what the future looks like, I guess. But you can't wait for the future to start preparing. I don't know, but I don't, I don't uh, be like a doomsday prepper. Look, here's what you need. All right, get yourself a couple bags of rice. All right, a rice cooker, because that makes it easy. Hopefully there's power, all right? And if there's not, then you can cook it over a fire. Um, peanut butter, lots of peanut butter. How long do you think that would last you? How much? I don't know how much, how much do you have? I have two bags, two eight pound bags. Um, don't you have like a bunker or something? Well, I have a bus. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like my, like if shit goes down, run to the bus. Doomsday bus. Doomsday bus. Yeah. I was thinking about burying it underground. Yeah. You know, so well, you pick me up if world war three starts. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually had a dream about that last night that I was driving it around. Uh-huh. Um, well, how much food do you have on hand? Like, like how long would it last for? Uh, I would say on hand, I probably have, I don't know, two months, 
two months of food. Mm-hmm. Rice. But if there's like nuclear fallout, you wouldn't be able to be in a bus, right? Unless I sealed it good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was underground. If it was underground, it'd be fine. You know? You would also need like years worth of food. Yeah. I mean, eventually you're going to have to come out and you're just going to have to take, you're going to have to take a little bit of radiation. Be like Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah. We're trading bottle caps for yeah. currency. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I can see that in our future. Yeah. No, it's totally possible. I don't think, I don't think we'd be trading bottle caps though. I think it'd be something else. Plastic? <laughs> yeah, probably plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. What other uh, conspiracies you have to talk about? Conspiracies. Let's let's just, let's just look up a list of conspiracies and see if we think they're true or not. Have you ever seen a UFO? I have not seen a UFO. I have. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I had it on video. Government took it. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, my God. I. You think I'm joking? No. Yes. I don't know. They, they deleted it off my phone. <laughs> like remotely? 100%. Yep. Like they, they didn't physically take your phone? No. No, they don't need to. They just, oh. they knew that I recorded it. And they deleted the footage off my phone. Do you think um, aliens have contacted humans? 100%. I think they have. There's no doubt about that. They have. Because there's so many other habitable planets in the universe that um, like life would have developed on some of them. Like one of them at least. I mean, the math alone, right? Like yeah. how many universes are there? Well, there's only one universe. But you mean galaxies? Galaxies, yeah. No, well, is question. there only one universe? There's only one universe. Well, there's there's a theory that there is mul- multiple universes. I'm sure there is. But as we know it, there is one universe that everything is in. Galaxies in the universe. Number of galaxies in the universe, I meant to type. 100 billion galaxies in the universe. I mean... All right, so our galaxy is the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. And there could even be life in our own galaxy that we don't know about, right? Yeah, yeah. So then there's billions there's, of galaxies. There's 100,000 million stars in the Milky Way galaxy. I mean, if you think that there's no life out there, you're just bad at math. Wait, 100,000 million? That's not even a number. I I would have believed it. <laughs> it sounded good. A hundred. Okay, that's a hundred billion. A hundred billion stars in a galaxy, and there's planets on every star, and there's a hundred billion galaxies in the universe. I mean, is that kind of math? What What do you think? We can't even wrap our heads around that kind of number. So it's definite. And our our you know our universe is how many light years side to side? That's a good question. Our universe or our galaxy? Our galaxy. Galaxy, Milky Way galaxy distance. Um, The Milky Way is about 100,000 light years across. So it would take 100,000 years to get from one side to the other at the speed of light. (laughs) That's so big. 
And this is one one galaxy. A hundred thousand years. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's a doubt, you know, that there's life. Yeah. Do you think we've been visited? I don't know, because with that kind of distance, you, um, they would have to invent a way to, to travel that kind of distance. Like, they'd have to use, like, a um, wormhole or something. Yeah. I think with, with that many billions of... There's good, yeah, there's got to be... There's, but there's civilizations that are more advanced that can do it. They're at a different stage than we are. They started before we did. Yeah, I mean, all, all like, the, the galaxies started at the same time, but um, intelligent life could have developed at an earlier period in other planets. Correct? Yeah. So they could have, theoretically... Um, invented a way to make a wormhole and travel here. But does it have to be a wormhole, you think? Unless you're going to spend 100,000 years traveling. Well, maybe they can travel faster than the speed of light. Well, nothing can travel faster than light. According to our research as human beings. Well, according to what we know of the laws of physics. So... I mean, how many things have there been that they've been that have been disproven? Yeah, I guess, but as it is now, how we know it now, because light is like the fastest wave possible in the universe that we can observe at least. Mm. So it's impossible to even get close to the speed of light. Not like not talking about just exceeding it, but just getting close to the speed of light is almost impossible. See. I think the way we perceive distance, right? Like we, we have a perception that physical distance, right? Mm -hmm. You have to travel across that entire distance. That's just our perception. What if that's not true? Like, well, that's what like the theory of relativity and um, like wormholes are about is making like a a point in space that you can jump from one, one point to the other and everything's kind of connected. Yeah, like, but if that's just how we have to perceive things to understand how to operate in this universe. Yeah. But things are actually close, more closely connected than that. There's also, like, um, time is the fourth dimension. So there's also, like, time dilation. And, like, if you, theoretically, you could make, like, a wormhole through time also. I honestly, I can't even wrap my head around that. <laughs> that like, well, you, you ever watched the movie Interstellar? Yeah. Like, we know for a fact that once you get by a um, object with a giant mass, that time moves more slowly relative to other things. Right. That's why the dude, like, his daughter, like, aged 40 years over the course of, like, an hour. Yeah, um, and he still comes back, like, the same age. And that's, like, a proven fact to be true. It's, yeah. It's not just like a theory. So we already know that like time dilation is real. So theoretically, I think wormholes, um, like wormholes and like time, time wormholes would be possible too. Man, that's heavy. Yeah. That is, I like, I can't even get anywhere on time. Like <laughs> thinking, thinking about like, 
how, how gravity <laughs> changes time. It's like another, I can't even, <laughs> that is heavy. No, yeah, I, I thought about it a lot. I try to understand it, so. Yeah, I, I, um, I try and think about these things a lot, usually while I'm working. <laughs> I'm like zoning out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, so is it that you get closer to gravity and time moves slower? To yeah. Something with mass. Yeah. Like a black hole. Oh, so, so if you're in outer space, right? Time moves for you slower. Well, it depends where in outer space you are. So away from. If you're away from massive objects, then the time would move at normal speed. If you were. Um, close to like a, a black hole, it would move slower. Oh, man. Like, like not the things around you would move slower, but relative to somebody on Earth, it would move slower. Oh, I see. So, so if you were able to get closer to a black hole, yeah, right? Um, so but, you, could, you could come back and people will have aged. Yeah, like you'll experience like a normal hour, but people um, on Earth would say age for like a year. Damn. And um, technically, when you're when you're traveling, so say you travel at like the speed of light for a year, and you came back, um, like many years would have passed, even if you weren't by a black hole. Like speed alone just dilates time by itself. So if you fly in an airplane, you are experiencing like a like a point zero 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 one percent time dilation. Why is that even a thing? So if you go in like a rocket ship or like a like a really fast jet or something, and you have a, a watch that records the millisecond, it won't be the same as uh, like a watch of somebody on the ground. Oh, I've heard that. Like the space station, <clears throat> they have to adjust. Yeah. Right. Their time. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why does that exist? Like why? Why? Because time is uh, the fourth dimension. It's like the theory of, of uh, relativity. Damn. That time and space are kind of connected. So there's a good like demonstration of that. Um, a guy had like a, oh, I don't, it's like a cloth. And if you imagine that um, time and space are connected, then you can like, if you, he like dropped a ball into the cloth and you can see how like that funnel shape, you know what I mean? Um, you can see how the closer you would get to that black hole or that object of mass, how you would move slower if you like roll the ball down it. Uh, it was a good demonstration. Was this the one with the professor? Yeah. I think I saw that. It's like a big blue thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I saw that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Maybe that that explains why humans like going fast, <laughs> you know. I don't know, but uh, that's man. some heavy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I think that these these entities that have visited us, they have means to manipulate gravity, for sure, and they use gravity to manipulate time. So, yeah, they're all well. Gravity and time and space are all connected. So hear me out, right? So if they travel from a hundred thousand years across the universe, right? But they know how to manipulate gravity, which means they know how to manipulate time. Yeah. So for them, it's, it's a hundred thousand years passes in, in an hour. 
Uh, I'm thinking more of like a wor- creating a wormhole rather than like traveling through time. Yeah, yeah. But because Man. you can't, you can't really, you can't travel to the past. You can only travel to the future. Yeah, like re- relatively. Man, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only go. You can only go to the past. You said no. You can only travel in time to the future. You can only travel to the future because it's relative, right? So, say you get near a massive object, um, you'll be traveling. When you come back, you'll be traveling into the future relative to where the object was, because it is a, is a, is as if like many years have passed. Man, but you can't go back. No, you don't think so. Well. There's theories that like if time and space are connected, then you could be able to go back. But I'm not sure if that's physically possible. So this point right here in time. Yeah. Right. That just passed. Yeah. Right. That doesn't exist anymore. No, you could theoretically you could never go back to that point. I can't wrap my head around that. And like, also something interesting is if you go like a hundred thousand, say you go like to the other edge of the Milky Way galaxy, like a hundred thousand light years away, and you took like a super telescope and observed Earth, you would like see a hundred thousand years ago, because light travels at the speed. You know what I'm saying? So when oh, we look yeah. at when we look at something like when we look at the sun it takes light seven minutes to travel. So we're seeing the sun seven minutes ago. So if you looked at something like a million light years away, you'd be seeing a million years ago. So say there's some distant civilization that's looking at earth right now with a telescope. They're seeing depending on how far away they are, they're going to see a different point of our history. Yeah. You know, like they might, they might be seeing the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. You know, it's wild to think is that that light is out there somewhere. Yeah, light light travels in all directions. So if you like if you left Earth and traveled at the speed of light somewhere and you like say you traveled for like a year at the speed of light and you looked back at Earth, then you would see the point that you left. You would wow. see I think does that make sense? No, if you left Earth and you traveled at the speed of light, so you're traveling the same speed of light, and you look back at Earth, then you would be seeing the exact point where you left. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So somewhere in the universe, there's a record of everything. There's yeah. There's light information, right? That yeah. right now out in the universe is from, you know, the times of Egypt. That's out there. Yeah. And if you could find a way to harness that, that information still exists. You could view the past. Yeah. All you have to do is go, what, 2,000, 2,000 light years away. <laughs> and if you could find a way to use a wormhole yeah. to get there, you could intercept that information. Yeah. <laughs> that is mind boggling. That's pretty mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Damn. 
Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's crazy, dude. I can't be believing that shit. Dude, wow. dude. We introduce you to our uh, our other character on the podcast, Dodwad. Damn, dude. I'll just be, I'll be calling back GameStop looking for a spiral to Angry Dragon, though. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Is this GameStop and Honolulu? <laughs> yeah. You got that game with a little yellow dude. Goes around eating them ghosts like. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Play that game with the little plumber dude. <laughs> Run around stepping on the turtles. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I be liking that one, but I could never get past the level with the dude, the angry dragon dude, <laughs> and the fire go around in circles. Dude, that, that dude's real mean, like that. I don't like that dude. <laughs> you you can't take life too seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely because I, you know, I think it's um. I think it's not as serious as we think it is. I think um, I think this is just. I think we're here to learn how this dimension operates, mm. and we're here to take care of other people and do your time and move on. Just like you know, you can't learn to fly a helicopter without learning one control at a time. Mm. So I think that's what this realm is. I think this is the realm where we learn. Um, we, we learn things in three dimensions, right? And we basically, we get a grasp on things and then, you know, we're given enough time to do that and then we move on to the next thing. So we couldn't understand the next dimension we move on to if we didn't understand this first, how this operates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like it's like a training area. Training for what? For the next dimension. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But the next dimension is time. Next dimension. Maybe that should be the, <laughs> the podcast name. Or the next universe. The next dimension. Um, yeah. Yeah, who knows? I mean, man, I just think while you're here, you got to take care of the people around you, you know? Take care of anything that comes into your life, you know? Mm. Even animals, you know? And just do your time and move on. Your time's kind of like in prison. Yeah, exactly. Doing time. <laughs> it's kind of what it feels like. It's either that or we were banished here by some other civilization. You know, like we got in a war with another civilization and we lost. And this is like a prison. You know? <laughs> is Earth a prison though? Well, well China's a prison. Depends. <laughs> you know? Depends on what country you live is, in. Maybe this body's a prison. Maybe maybe we're actual we're, we're actually spiritual entities. And this body is just our prison to, uh, uh, I've, I've been watching a lot of videos about kids, like little kids that have recalled like memories of their past life. And when they look it up, it turns out to be true. Like an actual person that they never knew about. Yo, that's, that's crazy. I've heard about stuff like that. Like that one kid who thinks he's a Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a Pharaoh and he didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Like, There's a lot yeah. of kids like that. <laughs> There's got to be something to it, man. There's got to, it's got to have some layer of truth to it because there wouldn't be so many instances of it. If I think people just don't want to think about stuff like that because it frightens them. It's the ego, man. Mm. It's the ego. People, people are too centered on their, on their lives, everyday lives. Yeah. They're just like, I, I, I can't, I can't not exist and I don't want to think about it. You know, because yeah. it's this one life that I get when maybe it's not, you know, 
Yeah. It's prob- probably not. I don't know. I I hope yeah. it's not. But I would say most definitely. Not most definitely, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of reincarnation, spiritual thing going on there. Not that I'm a big religious believer, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know, you got to believe in something, though. It's it gets, You don't have it, to. You could be an atheist. <laughs> gets you through, you know? It helps It helps numb the pain of life, you know? I'm not really about that. I'm more about truth, what's true or not. I'm not really about um, trying to use religion as a coping mechanism. I'm just interested in the truth. Yeah. And I think there's more to, uh, like, religion and spirituality than than what can be offered by religion, modern religion. I think you have to like factor in science and physics and stuff into it. Yeah. I, I grew up in a really religious house and, uh, it just kind of, man, it ruined religion for me for a little while. Were your parents religious? No, <laughs> no, mine were super religious. Well, not, not, not really. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't until, I don't know, probably recently that I, I saw the utility in religion, you know, it definitely, it definitely has some, it has some, some purpose, you know, it's a good thing because you, when, when you don't have any, anything, it kind of, it kind of becomes like life just becomes, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You kind of become a little nihilistic, you know, nothing really matters because there's no greater purpose, you know? Yeah, I think uh, I think the purpose is just for like what you make it. It's not for like religious reasons that you should be like a good person or have meaning to life. I think you should just like have your own meaning to to life, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if if there's like some greater purpose than just yourself, you know, mm-hmm. I think it helps. It helps you get through life, you know. But not that I'm like, I just, I just believe that there's, I believe in a greater power and, that, and that's pretty much it, you know, the universe. And I kind of take on this idea that like everything in my life, like even my pets, like my friends, they're just extensions of me. Nature is an extension of me mm. and we're all just part of the universe, you know, just yeah, o- operating, yeah. operating as one thing. So when you die, you don't really die. Your ego dies, but you don't necessarily die, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's also like the origin of the universe and thinking about like where that come from, where that came from. There's like theories that the universe just popped into existence and it can just fade out of existence at any time. <laughs> Man, you imagine if it just disappeared because, um, the, like studying, you know, like the large Hadron collider and, um, They've proven that like particles can just pop into existence. So there's like a theory that there's a bunch of universes that just pop in and out, in and out of existence on a larger scale, um, and that we're kind of like those particles. That's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> that is terrifying. it's just like you wanted terrifying. Yeah, didn't didn't Elon Musk call that thing a dem- demonic creation? What, that theory? No, no, the Hydron Collider. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> did you did you ever hear about that um, that guy 
that uh, claim to be from the future. And I've seen a couple of YouTube videos, but stuff was, like that. He was like in the facility, the Hydron Collider facility, and he was just some like random guy. Oh, no. He got in there, and he said he was from the future. <laughs> he could be like a crazy guy, but I don't know. There's a... Uh, one guy actually got hit by the the uh, hadron collider one time. He like stuck his head in it. It went through his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's still alive. <laughs> That's that. What does that do? It just like blast radiation into your head. Or oh something. <laughs> I gotta look this up. <laughs> the dude that got hit. Yeah, mm. guy gets hit in head hydron collider damn damn dude. that's crazy he would be just sticking his head in there like that though. <laughs> the way gonna have no head dude <laughs> but uh he i don't know i think he he just like got like a little disfigured on his face and then he was fine after that let me see if well i mean obviously he got fucked up a lot but <laughs> The man struck by a particle accelerator beam. This isn't black and white. I think it was years ago. Damn, does that look like it? No, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That, that, that's it, yeah. It's like getting hit with a bullet, it looks like. Because it's not like putting a hole in your head. It's just like having a huge dose of like, not radiation, but like... um particles going through your head oh this like was, gamma rays and stuff this was a russian guy that <laughs> did this those russians those were Ruskies, yeah, man yeah. damn it might have been a, a particle accelerator in um russia i don't know if there's more than one but yeah what did elon musk say about that elon musk hydron collider Elon Musk calls CERN's Large Hydron Collider demonic technology. <laughs> Why is that? Because we're trying to understand the universe. I think I think Elon Musk would have supported that. I don't know what the reasoning was behind him saying that. You would think, yeah. I mean, this is the guy who's trying to put chips in people's heads. I, I do know? not like Elon Musk, by the way. You don't? No. <laughs> tell me tell me why you, you don't like Elon Musk. Because he is a eccentric billionaire that's out for himself and trying to make the most money he can and trying to play God with the world, basically. Look. <laughs> He's trying to put chips <laughs> in people's head. He's trying to send people to, uh, to Mars that will never come back. <laughs> if, if I had that much money, that's exactly what I would be doing. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't be. I wouldn't be, no. <laughs> well, if you had that much money, what would you do? Probably um, try to institute socialism. <laughs> well, oh, see, there we go. There we. This is how these things start. <laughs> Let's just be happy that that's what he's doing. He could be doing much worse things. What is Elon Musk's uh, net worth? I mean, at the bare minimum, let's look. $257 billion. It was like half that a month ago. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> that Twitter thing really messed things up. $257.3 billion. That's not even that much, dude. $257 billion? It, 
Yeah, two hundred fifty-seven billion. He's. I think he's like the richest person in the world now. Well, he's the richest person on paper, right? That's documented. Like these, these Arab oil company owners, they they're not even documented. Yeah. You know how much they have? They have trillions. Elon Musk is like the guy in like sci-fi movie. Is like the evil guy in sci-fi movies. I don't think he's evil. I think he is. <laughs> I. I mean. Who's the richest? Okay. Real-time billionaires. List of billionaires. Elon Musk is in first place with $257 billion. Uh, Bernard Arnault and family have $160 billion. Jeff Bezos has $154 billion. Bill Gates has $110 billion. Warren Buffett has $100 billion. Dude, Bill Gates is poor. I thought that dude was way richer. Well, Bill Gates made like a pledge to donate at least half his money over the course of his lifetime to charity. Yeah, but I mean, does that does that mean that it doesn't count towards your wealth once you give it away? Yeah, man, it's your current wealth. That's gotta suck. That's gotta be like, man, this is what the world wants me to do. It's not really because I don't want to do it. Even if you had, I don't know, ten. Probably $50 million. You could like afford to be like wealthy for the rest of your life and like live luxuriously for the rest of your life. (sighs) And like a hundred, $250 billion is such an astronomical number. But it's like self castration. (laughs) It's just like, man. But once you have that amount of money, it's like, why, why do you need more? Because you can't play in the big boys club now. You are the big boy, though. Yeah, but you can't you can't be in the club. It's not a competition. It's not. What do you mean it's not? It's not a competition. That's all it is is a competition. But for what purpose? To just you're just you're just um you're just, just like negatively everything. impacting the rest of society. Nonsense. Nonsense. Because you're just hoarding all this wealth for no reason. Yeah, but then who's gonna you're not who's doing, gonna be the richest if you're giving all your money away? Well, it doesn't matter who's the richest. It doesn't matter to who. Uh, everybody except Elon Musk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were Elon Musk, you'd feel differently. If I was Elon Musk, I'd probably off myself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, did you hear about that horse he offered that uh, flight attendant for a hand job? He said, no. He said he'd buy her a horse if she gave him a hand job. Elon Musk that? did? Yeah. <laughs> Is he that desperate? I mean, I, I think it's just kind of like a flex. Like, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm the richest guy in the world. I can offer this he chick can, a horse and she'll probably... He can get any chick he wants. I know, but it's way more fun to offer her a horse. I don't and know. And then you can tell your friends. It's like, hey, dude. Money just doesn't buy happiness. Look at Bill Gates. He was the richest guy in the world. He got divorced. And he looks miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money doesn't buy happiness. There's a certain, I was reading a study um, about what like the optimal level of money, um, like what, what bracket of salary, salary bracket had the most happiness. And um, so if you have like too little money, you're going to be, well, if you're poor, you're obviously not going to be as happy. But if you have too much money, you don't have like a a sense of um, purpose and like goal achieving Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and they found that like um people around 
that have a salary around $75,000 have the most happiness. Yeah, I, yeah. I believe it. Because there's that, there's some like, some struggle you need to be happy. Yeah. And like striving towards making more money. And then it's like after that, it's like you just kind of, you kind of can buy anything you want. Yeah. Like, there's what no what like, can't you buy with 75 grand a year? You know, if you don't have kids, you know, you can kind of have whatever you want. Yeah. Your life doesn't get that much better, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think more money necessarily makes your life any better after a certain point. Yeah, like as soon as your needs are met, right? Yeah. Anything past that is like... It's just like you don't... Like if you won like, um, I don't know, $200 million in the lottery and you like quit your job and everything, what would be like your purpose? Exactly. In life? Yeah, and that's besides what, like I don't know, like doing hobbies that you like, but that's what people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's miserable. Miserable, yeah. miserable to be rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, see, Elon Musk, though, I'm sure his, you know, this Mars thing gives him like some purpose every day. That's why they do it. it. That's why Mark Zuckerberg is. You know, doesn't care about Facebook and, and wants to go into the metaverse. And why Elon Musk wants to go to Mars and all this shit. Because they can have it. Because anything they, they want. Because they don't have anything better to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, that's their, like, goal in life now. It's because they don't need to strive to make money. Now, imagine if just one of these billionaires decided to, like, clean up the oceans. Mm. They made that their mission instead of going to Mars. Mm. You know, like Jeff Bezos, he's just a copycat. You know, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> you know, Jeff Bezos is, uh, I think, I don't, he was predicted to be, to have, uh, be the first trillionaire in the next like 10 years. But that, really? might, that might, must be uh, Elon Musk now. Huh. Man, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think Jeff Bezos would have. Well, actually, yeah, because I mean, everything you buy is on Amazon. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You can buy anything on Amazon. And I mean, how many people buy Teslas? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not that many, you know? I haven't seen that many, but they're actually making, uh, like in some states, they're making laws by like 2030 or something, or 2035, they have to stop making gas-powered gas cars yeah yeah i saw that california <clears throat> i think it is california and like minnesota or something which i mean they're going to be so irrelevant by then 2035 right yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think you're going to be able to replace by 2035 construction equipment with electric don't you think that elon musk had like a say in that though <laughs> um i mean that's kind of the way it's got to go though you know that's just the way the internal combustion engine is so complicated, right? The average internal combustion engine has like 300 moving parts, right? If you've ever worked on a car, you understand what a nightmare they are. It's really, you're just controlling the uncontrollable, mm. you know, and electric motors have basically one moving part. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's like, there's some formula in engineering and it's like the more parts there are in a system, the more complicated it gets, like the more, the less reliable it gets. So the internal combustion engine, if you, you know, you know, basically how they work, right? Yeah. I've read like about the, it. the parts. Um, 
they're just, they're nightmares, man. They're just, they're, I think Elon Musk called the internal combustion engine a kludge. <laughs> and that's like, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. Mm. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they lose 30% of their energy to heat. 30% of the gas, 30% of the gasoline you put in your car goes to just loss of heat. Yeah. So, but wasn't there like a political movement um, by the government to limit electric cars but, um, back in like 20 years ago? I don't know. Was there? I remember watching some some documentary in a, a tech class in high school about how they were like electric cars were starting to take over and the government kind of limited them for probably for money, probably oil companies or something like that. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> You said like 20 years ago? Yeah. Man, I In really, the 90s, I think. I really feel like we were more, um, we were more like petroleum-based, like our economy. So yeah. you just can't have that. And a petroleum-based dollar. And I think we're getting away from that. Well, that's because um, Russia and the oil prices are going up. So now we have like a need for electric cars. Yeah. And where do, <clears throat> where do all the battery minerals come from? I don't know. Russia? Come from China. China. Yeah. Right back to, dude, that's that. <laughs> if there's one way, one way that they're going to get us by the balls, it's with batteries. Yeah. And that's, that's where it all ends. It all ends because once you make that shift to batteries, right. And then you're off of petroleum, a petroleum based economy, right now, people who have the battery resources, control the economy mm. and uh, China just set themselves up just they're light years ahead. That that's, what's going to take us out. Yeah, probably yeah, <laughs> we're done. We're done. <laughs> Screwed man. I'm going to start learning <laughs> Mandarin though. You, you wanted this to be a, um, what do you call it? Frightening episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what, what should we title this episode by the way? Um, man, I don't know. The China episode. <laughs> China China came up a lot. <laughs> well, what do we title the past ones? Happy and Homeless, Happy and Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what was the, there's another one. The, uh, the, the last one was the Freedom episode because it was on uh, Independence Day. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to usually come up with that. I like, do you like Untitled Podcast? Um, I will work on it, you know, yeah. we'll go with it for now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We're going to, we're going to have some, uh, some regulars on the show. We're gonna have, well, we got me and Dan <clears throat> and we're going to have, uh, Mr. Alex McDonald and, uh, Mr. Tyler Lee, um, who's even more of a conspiracy theorist. If, if we had all four of us right now, <laughs> that, that'd be a problem. Yeah, we'd go for another four hours. <laughs> we we get uh no we'll we'll have one with all four of us, but <laughs> Yeah. Next Stogie night. <clears throat> yeah. Well Stogie night's on Thursday actually. This Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try and make it. Um gotta get a couple more mics. Yeah, I have uh headphones. Yeah, yeah. I have like mics, but they're not as good as these ones other mics so I, I think i can plug three mics in here so <laughs> yeah maybe i'll pick up one of these I yeah it was like 50 bucks yeah blue snowball is good <laughs> nice yeah. very nice 
on that note. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this was a good, a good podcast for the, what was the hiatus? Five years. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think we gotta end it with like one prank call. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> who, who we call on? Oh, man, whoever you want. Let's see what time it is Let's, in Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, let me find a good place in Honolulu to call. <laughs> Lean Thank back. Here we go. The Oahu Honolulu Ala Moana Target Store. For hours and location information, press 1. To reach a specific department, press 2. To speak to someone in the pharmacy. For electronics, press 1. Guest service desk, order pickup or drive up. <laughs> Damn, I mean, God, that movie with the fucking. The fucking boat. Electronics. Yeah, how you doing? Like, I'll be looking for this movie. I wonder if you guys got it in stock. Oh, what movie is that? I'm not, I'm not sure what the movie's called, but I be loving that movie, and I be seeing it on TV. And it's this movie about this this dude go down in a submarine, and he be looking for this boat that sank. You know that movie? Oh, sure. I, I can't tell what the movie that is. Dad, let me, hold on, let me explain. He like, he's in a submarine, and he be looking for this old-ass old boat that split in half. And and this this old lady got a necklace, and she be throwing that necklace in the water. And the dude in the submarine, he wants to get that necklace back. You know that movie? Mm, no, I don't. Sorry. Damn, it's like about this big ass boat. I can't think of the name of the boat, dude. Oh, oh, like the gigantic. Damn, yeah, it's like gigantic. Or something like that. I be loving that movie. I be seeing it on, on the TV. And it's got that little blonde-headed dude that he be in all kinds of movies. Like, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He be in that movie where he steal all the money from the... Damn. <laughs> hung up on... <laughs> they did not give a fuck. <laughs> no, that is not like the people in Hawaii. So we're going to call this other... Target. Do they have a FYE in, in uh, Honolulu? <laughs> Is FYE still open anywhere? No, they do not. <laughs> it's like, no, sir, I cannot give you the Thank you for movie based on the, the plot. Honolulu Salt Lake Target Store. For hours and location information, press 1. To reach a specific department, press... For electronics, press 1. Unfortunately, right now we don't have any PS5s. How can I help you? Damn, you ain't got no what? PS5s. P- Damn, Damn, you ain't got no PS5s. You got any PS1s? Damn, you got PS1s? Uh, we all oh, they don't really manufacture PS5s. Uh, we don't really manufacture the original PlayStation anymore. Um, we only really get in the PS5s if we ever do. Damn, I, yeah, I got a uh, I got a question for you. Uh, 
I'll be looking for this movie. Uh, it's about this dude that goes down to the ocean in the submarine, and he be looking, he be looking for a necklace this old lady threw. The, you know what movie I'm talking about? He'd be no, like, that description alone. he'd be like, so it's like this, this big ass boat and this dude, he, he, uh, it's split in half and he go down to the submarine and he's trying to ask the, the old ass lady what she did with the necklace and shit. And the, 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 the old lady doesn't, she doesn't remember anything about it cause she's old and he really wants this necklace and, this, and she was on this boat and the and the boat it sank to the bottom of the ocean you know not that movie oh if you're looking for the Titanic we don't get those anymore. damn though, yeah 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 what's it called Titanic damn yeah I love I'll be loving that you see that movie I have not actually that movie made me like want to go out and like it makes me want to run on some boats dude but uh, alright you, you ain't got that in stock no we don't get the, we don't really get that movie in anymore I don't think damn how long ago you stopped carrying that uh well not too sure well we do like uh, we do get in um, copies of like older movies with new cases on them I have not seen Titanic come to our stores yet. Damn. I, it does, one other movie I'm looking for is, uh, I be watching, it's like, uh, they're on a beach, and they, they roll up on this beach, and it's that dude, that, that dude from that, that other movie with the volleyball, the airplane, and they roll up on the beach, and they, they start, uh, they fight Nazis and shit. And uh, and everybody's getting blown up and blown to bits, and and they just dragging each other around, and it's like people like split in half and stuff. And, and he be trying to save this this dude that his brothers be dying and stuff, and the mob is all sad, and uh, and he's the last brother that who done died in the in the in the army, and they be trying to save him. And uh, I, I don't know what his name is. Do you remember that movie? Mm, well, a lot of movies do go over the beach hunting of, of D-Day. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. going to be either Saving Private Ryan yeah. or Private Ryan or um, I think uh, Band of Brothers, I think. Damn, no, no, no. It was uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, dude, you were. Damn, you good at this, though. You uh, you figured all this out for me. I'm going to write that down. Saving Private Ryan is what you said? Yeah. Okay. I got that on VHS. We actually did get Saving Private Ryan in again some time ago, but right now we don't, I don't think we have any more copies. Damn, you like you like a movie expert, dude. You should be on Jeopardy, now. That's crazy. Uh, can I ask you about one more movie? You see, if you go three for three, I uh, I'll be looking for this movie. It's about this kind of he's kind of a, he's kind of a dumb dude. He like not that smart, and he talks real dumb. Like, but he be he was in the military. I like the military movies. And he got shot, and uh, then he comes back for the military, and he just be running like mad, running everywhere, and he won't stop running after that. And I think that's all I remember about that movie. It was that same dude. Actually, it's that same dude in the volleyball movie. 
but he he talk he talks real he talks real dub like you know real slow. Did get Forrest Gump, but I don't remember for sure if we did have him um, recently. Damn, that's crazy. You got all three, man. You crazy. That you're like a movie expert. There. I'm writing all this down. For can you say the name one more time? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Okay. You think I could? You think I could come in and pick that up today? I don't think we got those in um, for a while now. Um, I'm not sure when we last got this either, because I, I would have come in with the uh, with Saving Private Ryan, because I thought we got a lot of military movies some time ago, but um, since then we haven't gotten any more. I think right now we're getting more of um, Marvel movies, like superhero movies, than the uh, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movie. Where do you think I could pick that up today, though? Because I really I really don't want to watch all of them today. Oh, I don't know. Well, we, we're not going to have it in the store. I've not seen Forrest Gump, but I've not seen Forrest Gump in our, in our store. Uh, but I think the next best place you can check it out would be at the Barnes & Noble um, store over at uh, Ala Moana. Or um, maybe Book Off by Pro Ridge. Damn, you're so good at that, finding all these movies and stuff. That's crazy. I mean, uh, damn, I got one more movie I want to see if you could tell me all about it. It's about, it's about this dough... He uh, he, he drove around in his little silver car, and he got like a life vest on. And he goes back and he tries to like get with his mom and stuff, and uh, he tries to like, you know, it's got like the fire behind the car, you know what I mean? And he be going like all over time, you know that one is an old guy with a crazy hair and shit, you know that one. Yeah, I think we actually do a Back to the Future. Um, let me check to see where our stock is on that. Damn, you got the in stock, you say? Yeah, I think we have the movie trilogy in, um, in the like, high definition, so let me check our stock out real quick for you. Damn, I. Right, so we should have, yeah, we should have some of the um, Back to the Future trilogy. We have um, all three movies going for twenty nine ninety nine right now. It'll be a Blu-ray disc. Damn, I, I, I appreciate your help. And one more thing, you got that for uh, PlayStation, you got Spiral the Angry Dragon. Um, I don't know if we have Spiral. Let me check real quick. Uh-uh. Yeah, because it's been a while since I think I've seen any of Spiral's copies in. Looking for the PS5 or PS4 copy. Damn, I, I'd be... Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't got a lot of money, so I I just got PS4. Okay. Um, I'm kind of poor, but you got any PS5s? You don't have any PS5s in right now. As far as I can tell, I don't think we have Spiral the Dragon anymore. Um, it's been released like a while ago, so I think that was cycled out of our inventory. Yeah, the last one was to take EBTs. Is that what's that? Ask them if they take EBT for that. Damn, yeah, I use an EBT card if I come in. You guys take that? Um, I don't really know. Uh, we take, like, a tap to pay with Apple Wallet, as well as, um, if you have, like, any, like, debit or a credit card, we don't take those as well, but I don't know about the card that you mentioned. Damn, yeah, it's, it's 
I'll be honest with you, I'll, I'll be like making a lot of money and stuff. So you know, the government, they're like, give me that for food. But sometimes I could buy cigarettes with that at some places. But I right, dude, you really, you really helped me out with all that movie titles and stuff. What was your name again? Mason. Damn, Mason, you like Mason the the movie guy. I'm gonna call you. Damn, that's pretty good. You figured all that out there. But uh, Mason, you have a good day. I gotta go. You too. Have a good one. Right, bye bye. Dude, he got them all. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even say, he didn't even say like, oh, do you mean this? He just, he literally just said, he's like, yeah, I don't know about Back to the Future. I'm just surprised he didn't hang up on you. Damn, was I too descriptive with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was, just, I think he was just like trying to do it as fast as possible. <laughs> he was like really trying hard just so he could get off the phone with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But oh my god, that was hilarious! <laughs> man, that was a, that was a good uh, that was a good way to wrap this up. Yeah, we uh, we end the episodes with some prank calls just for uh, comic relief there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when things get real, yeah. real heavy, talking about how we're going to be speaking Mandarin in twenty years. I'll uh, I'll make a prank call next time. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, we'll have to call a grocery store. Call out. <laughs> <laughs> call a grocery store. You want to do one now? Uh, we each do one? Yeah, sure. All right, yeah, let's <laughs> oh, do it. Oh, God. I haven't done any prank call in so long. Now, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm fucking sick. I think I got fucking the fucking rotas. <laughs> Damn, dude, what the fuck answer it? No customer service right here, though. Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't have enough time to meet me. Brennan Kelsey speaking. Hey, uh, this is uh, Don from uh, Meats. Uh, I got a shift tomorrow. Got a call out for. Okay, let me connect you with um, Josh. Give me one second. Okay. What's Kate Price? You have a Josh for your account? Help you. Hey, uh, this is Don from Meats. Uh, I got a call out. My my uh, shift tomorrow. I think I got the the COVID, so uh, I'm gonna I gotta go and test it. Alright, well, um, what's your name again, bud? Uh, Don. Don from Meats. Don. Yeah, Don. Like D O N. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright, I'll let them know. Thank you very much. Have a nice night. Hope you feel better. Oh, thank you. Alright. Bye. <laughs> Not even, I don't know what Don just. Okay, I'll let him know. And then his attitude is like, like he's not even gonna check my name to see if I work there. But it's like he's not even gonna say my last, ask my last name. It's Don from Beats. Don, Don, Don. Hey, look, you guys got a call out tomorrow. Don called out. And be like, who the fuck is Don? Or, dude, what if there is somebody there named Don? Oh god. That poor guy. They're gonna be like, "Well, you'll get in trouble because he'll show up to work." <laughs> well, he didn't get a last name, so. Well, although he might show up to work with COVID. Yeah, fucking Don. <laughs> Don's always calling out. He called out again. Hey, buddy, you're fired. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Can you imagine if somebody got fired because he called out. There's no Don in meats. <laughs> dude, the chances of that happening are low, but if it happened, man, that'd be rough.
Thank you for calling GameStop, where you can trade your games, systems, and phones to pay for your new stuff. Right now, you can get 30% bonus on games traded towards reservations on the new Madden, Saints Row, NBA 2K, and Splatoon 3. For all the latest gaming deals and to check trade values or for store hours, please visit GameStop.com or press 1 to speak with an associate. Thank you for calling GameStop here in Kahala Mall, where we do buy back your phones and tablets. My name is David. How can I help you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, be, uh, I'll be looking for this game. It's kind of mad old at this point, but it's this dude. He be riding around on a horse, and he got this little gray hat on. You know what I'm talking about, though? Unfortunately, no. Yeah, he be riding around on this horse and he be looking for this princess and shit. He be he be playing this little flute and shit. He keep it look like a little biscuit. He he be keeping that shit in his pocket and shit. He be he be playing on that flute and he be traveling all across the place on the horse. You know, I'll talk about that. No, still not familiar with that game's description. Yeah, he uh, he got a little gray hat, and he got like some blonde Hello? ass hair. Yeah. Hello. 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 Damn. Yeah. So, what's this game about? Damn, this game's about he trying to rescue that princess. He trying to get that tail, you know. So he trying to take this. He trying to take her down, and he just gotta find where she at. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, you know any of the names of the characters in this game? Uh, Whoa. damn, I can't be thinking about the dude on the horse. I forget his name. I'll be trying. I hope it. I was hoping that you, you might be able to figure that out for me, though, because I can't remember nothing. I just know that game was so fun. I be playing it on N sixty four and shit. You be riding that horse and you got arrows and shit. You be shooting arrows and shit, and then you got that little flute in your pocket, you know. <laughs> Get all talk about you. Talk. Uh, you, try, you no, sorry, kiddo. I, I don't know what game you're talking about. Damn, can you be look? Can you look up some N64 games for me? Let's see if maybe I got a whole list of N64 games. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look at that list. Characters, maybe I can't. He's the, he's the, he got the. Damn, I'll be playing it. it I'll be playing that shit on the old Nintendo too. So it's, it, it, it's on that. It's old as shit though. It's real old though. But this one, this one, uh, S64, they made him look real though. He looks so real. And he be pulling that flute out of his pocket. And he be playing that shit. He, you know? He got that little flute in his pocket. He be shooting arrows off his horse and shit. And he got that green hat. He's like kind of like. Uh, he's kinda like hold on, let me let me let me grab somebody that might know the game that you're talking about. Hold okay, on, okay? Yeah, he like Robin Hood. Hello. The hello, the hello. Okay, so try to try to explain that to my boss. Uh, the the game that you're looking for. Damn, yeah, this is this gay with his dude. He he got a little gray hat on, and he be looking like Robin Hood and shit. And he be he be shooting arrows off his horse and shit. And he be looking for this princess. She real pretty, like and shit. And he be trying to take that tail down, you know. But he got this little flute in his pocket. It looked like a biscuit. 
You know that game and he'd be playing that flute? Nah, nah, dude. I, I, I don't know the game that you're talking about. Like, you know any names of that guy or something? Damn, I can't be thinking. He got blonde-ass hair, dude. And he'd be, he be riding this horse around. Yeah, he be you be riding the horse off through the grass, you know, and then he want to go somewhere. He play that flute, and I take him anywhere he want to go. He play that flute, you know, Dude. You know, I think I don't know. They be having that shit on, on the real old Nintendo, real old Nintendo, you know. He got that shield. Nah, he got nah. that shield, though. He got the sword and the shield, too. He got that, too. Hey, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this, boss. Um, I got you on the color ID, so if anything, I'm going to go ask around, and we'll give you a call back, if anything. All right, man? Damn. All right, though. That's all good. All right. Bye-bye. Damn. That was no fun. <laughs> we got you in the color ID, man. We'll give you a call back. <laughs> You're gonna get a call. That was no fun for the last one, but we got we got good ones. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was fun. That was a good. uh, That was a good. uh, That was a terrific terrific episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back definitely with episode two. Thanks for listening. All right. See you later, guys. For all we know, robots have souls. We just don't know if they do or don't. How do you know? Have you ever been a cyborg or a robot? You think we were the first ones to inhabit this planet? Fuck no. No, no, we are jumping down this fucking rabbit hole. Yes, we are. There's people out there with some really dumb thoughts. Extended episode. Where the fuck did the pyramids come from? Where the fuck did Stonehenge come from? You're telling me that they didn't die and become ghosts? Oh, they're killing. They're killing already born babies and sell them to the Chinese. Aliens exist as somewhere in China. Alright, in some base. What the fuck? There are super soldiers that are at least nine or ten feet tall. Okay. Then they are extraterrestrials. They are aliens. I do not negotiate with terrorists. I do not my eyes while holding their pulse feel them die of this virus you feel bump 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 beep nothing they're fucking gone i've seen it happen i think that the government has taken it to the next level with the birds they know what birds are going to cross paths with you that you are going to be able to raise and they are going to make them so fucking real they're going to sink money into them because they know that if you put that motherfucker in a cage they're going to be able to convince you that thing is fucking real you can cut it open you're going to see blood guts no circuitry but let me tell you their technology it's it's out of silicon valley which by the way big brother is the overlord too
actual Nazi collaborator, okay? I'm not fucking lying. It's fucking real, okay? Look it up. Look it up. He says that he was doing this shit. George Soros actually worked with the fucking Nazis during the Holocaust. He said 